0: Please note, this episode contains some strong language. Hi, I'm Lisa Kennedy and you're listening to The Braw and the Brave. This podcast celebrates the creative and the courageous. I am fascinated by those who are talented, forward-thinking and inquisitive sharing their stories, wisdom and everything in between, The and The Brave is about people and their passions. So on to today's episode.
1: When, when, when they, you know, they, you, you get recorded and then they play it back, but every, every other person's English. So it was the first time I'm like, oh my God, I've got a Scottish accent and I had no fucking idea. I honestly, I swear to you, I don't know what I thought I sounded like. But that wasn't it.
0: It really, really wasn't Most it. Most people do say that, yeah. listen back to the podcast. Or some people refuse yeah. to listen to it back yes, as well. I'll, I'll send them the edit and they'll, they're like, not interested. <laughs> but um, yeah, I've had to go over that myself. I actually just listen to my own voice yeah. because my perception of what I hear in my head and what is um, actually what everybody else is hearing, totally
1: different. <laughs> my, my, my language has actually changed. I mean, I, growing up in Les Mihago in Larkhall to Les Mohegles, and you go up, and, and um, there's a lot, I mean, that for are talking about stuff, obviously that very much shaped me, you know, mm-hmm. you assimilate, my mother, uh, being who she was, my mother was, I think probably, uh, everyone, I, going up, you know, there's a time where, you get slapped round the ear hole, and you go, don't do as I do, do as I say, but she'd always say, speak properly, right, oh, right. so, okay. so I always remember, so they got thing, well, exactly, and you know, and again, talk about learning, so mm-hmm. I, there's something, I would come back to that, but that was the thing, So. Um, they said I had a, a, a voice for the playground and a voice for the classroom. And I remember at different times people called me a wee snob. But then, even then, when I moved to my first job in Hamilton, uh-huh. having to change how I spoke as well. And I remember it was quite funny because I thought, I thought oh, these people are really, really friendly. So I'm in my first salon. Uh-huh. And the uh, second salon, actually, was the other one for a month. There's a story behind that. But my in the salon, and uh, every time I was leaving, they would all gather at the front of the desk and they would go, cheery. And I'm going, oh, cheery. And I'm like that. And I'd go away and I'm like, that's a friendly bunch. So I was in there about um, about three months.
0: Uh-huh. And this is the one in Hamilton?
1: This is the one in Hamilton okay. on Quarry Street. And then somebody else started. She came from either Larkhall or Stonehouse or something like that. And then it was one of the, the, the one of the older members of staff, right? Come, watch this. So we all went down to the front. We stood there. And then they all went, cheery. And she goes, cheery. And she walked out. And then they're taking the piss because it's not a language they use. So I thought they were being friendly. Yes. <laughs> That's and sick. I know, but just even that small distance. So, so I remember talking to someone about um, uh, going to skill right and i can't even skill. say it properly right yeah. now and she's going well, what skill do you have i'm like no the skill, skill i was the like, skill i went she's like but what skill is this and i went <laughs> eventually realizing that and it's so ooh, and you, then you have to That's so funny if, i mean that called te, les me Hamilton. it's not like you wouldn't, traveling
0: have, thought, across you, you would, you wouldn't have thought
1: would you? and so what? just for those, those those i mean even even um Dating, I, I it's, it's different now. I wouldn't understand it. I mean, what my, my daughters both dating, yeah. uh, are saying now. But but you remember asking a girl if you, uh, uh, What was it, w- will you go out with me?
0: Yes.
1: Right, and is that uh, not a thing now? N- well, but. From, I would have said that, uh-huh. and when I when I was down, because I used to go to Hamilton Ice Rink when yes. I was 14, and skating, that was the thing. That's when I did my
0: lessons
1: first <laughs> ice skating, <laughs> Hamilton Ice Rink. <laughs> on the pool, <laughs> uh, disco on a, a Saturday night. Yeah. But I remember asking a girl, and she said, no, I won't go out with you, but I'll be with you. Or so, but just remember, yeah. there was different ways, oh, it was about and commitment and all of that, oh, yeah, there's all this stuff.
0: I remember people saying, will you nip, my pal? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, no thanks. I mean, uh, they
1: never. Did uh, ask me that? But, I was, like, that was I, I was, I can, I can visualize a couple of, of guy. I was always the wingman. I, I, again, I can't use any of the language because I don't want to be on. But I always remembered that I was just. They always needed that. They, I was always in twos. I was always uh-huh. in twos, and it was always me going because whoever he was with was pretty and whoever she was with was her pal (laughs) and I'm like because I wasn't I'm like ah something to do and it wasn't you you weren't doing anything it was quite it was was very innocent actually when you think back to it really really was
0: the day yeah my goodness (laughs)
1: yeah
0: (laughs) it's so funny how you know talking about language and growing up and things changing and and things staying the same Mm. like I think that's what I enjoy about doing this podcast and meeting somebody where they're at in this moment because it always feels like this is quite a cathartic experience to like look back, but also, you know, what, what they're up to in the present moment, but then also like how that then informs like your past and your present informs what you yeah, then want for your future. I, um
1: the, the, the I, when when it came about about me doing this, that yes. that was very much I'm I'm enjoying my journey very much. Just my...
0: This is what I so... I discovered you on Instagram recently, although I already obviously knew about yeah. Bell and Blackley. Yeah. And I, I think I just watched one video of yours and yeah. I was like, I just got your passion just yeah. for the way you were speaking. And I was like, who is this person? I need to know more. So then I started liking stuff yeah. and then you had sent me a video yeah. and I was like, this just all seems meant. Like yeah. I just felt as if we were supposed to connect. Like, well, no, now. I find
1: that, I was watching what you're doing and I find it fascinating. I told you, I, I mean, that been been interested in people, I I I mean I'm I'm sure there is hairdressers that aren't, but I just don't know how they do the job if they're not. Well,
0: yeah, I was thinking about your job. I'm like, um, you you know, you were saying it's so fascinating what you do, and it must be yeah. really good fun. And yeah, I'm like, absolutely. But that's what I think about you because mm. you know you're doing this thing that you're passionate about, mm. but also the storytelling aspect. Mm. Like we all blather to a hairdresser. Mm. I think it's just like I don't know anybody that can go to the, the, the salon and just sit in silence like I, don't, I mean I'm sure people
1: but do no, people, people actually pay money now to have a, a quiet salon I have a, I had an experience I, you know I've had, I've had my own salon I, I've, it's over 30 years now so it's wow. a long it's a, a long time 22 when I opened <laughs> uh, the first one in Causey Side Street and I could actually I, I could name the client I won't but I could name the client <laughs> and uh, I, 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 she was very attractive I'm really connected with her I really liked her and, and she loved how I did her hair mm-hmm. And uh, and I remember her coming into the, the 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 salon, and she was sitting in someone else's chair, one of my staff. And 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 I love that. I, I think it's great if my if the pe- people feel they can come to any any of my team members, and people should have a choice. So it would, I I I know it would be a nightmare to have a salon full of Scots. Uh, if everyone was like me, it would just over. It would be too much. So it's nice. But anyway, she so so I go over and go hi, how are you? And she starts apologising, and she just said, listen. I I I think you're lovely. I adore you. I love how you do my hair. She said, but when I come in here, I just come in and I want it to be quiet. And, you're I, like, and that's not me. Yeah, and, and she said it's not you. And I'm like that. And I'm go- and you know what? It was it was funny because I realised I spent the next twenty minutes talking to her about that. <laughs> <laughs> and it, was, it was only when her face started to glaze over. Not brand right. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm doing it again. Aren't and she went, i will mm-hmm. just go Yeah, I'm <laughs> moonwalk away. But yeah.
0: I, yeah, I just can't imagine. I mean, I am a blather, as you can right. imagine, um, but just very interested in that experience because I think getting your hair cut, getting mm. your hair styled, is so attached to who you are. And
1: oh, but it, it, it's, so, if you go back to how, so my my, if you, talk about school for a second, uh, uh, yes. it, it was interesting. a Couple of traits that that stand out if you look at record cards: always late. Always late. I mean, like really? in high school, I was in a latecomers card till I left school. Right? I left school at fifteen. Legally, yes. Got my first flat when I was fifteen. It's was out of the house, grown wow. up man. But yeah, but but I, it's only when I look back. I was talking to someone like this, and I had you know years ago. But I suddenly realised. So in high school, I was actually sat at the teachers desk or my desk was attached to that because I was disruptive I was all top classes but I was disruptive because I kept talking to people but it but it's also my way of learning Mm -hmm. and it's my learning style and so the school in some ways education as it was and possibly still is I don't know wasn't suited to who I am I I can write I can read but I find that I need to be inquisitive and I need to mm. be involved in action. So I would sit and I would talk to the teacher and they must have talked about it in the class, in the, the staff yes, room at some point to go, right, listen, how are we going to deal with this? Because I wasn't doing anything bad. No. But, and I wasn't even, some of it was de- deliberate, I have to say. There were certain classes that I thought, all right, and I would just ask, yeah, I'd be really inquisitive at <laughs> asking questions, genuine questions. Yes. And I was genuine learning, uh-huh. but it would it would interrupt so that I didn't have I to hope. do the things I didn't like that. I don't know. So some of it, I'll, I'll be honest. Now we can be honest. With I that. love those teachers yeah.
0: who were quite happy to go for it.
1: Was, and, and and I love that. And that, I, that was, me too. Yeah, and I did, and, and it got me through. I I had I think back to some of the things, and this is I don't have many regrets, if any. But one of the things I recall at a certain point having um, my books. So you'd sit down. Like, I think the it was sixty minutes, wasn't your whatever they were in. So 60, Oh
0: yeah, your period, And, and I you would think?
1: do the you know that I would have. And I would do it. So I would try and not look at the clock. Uh-huh. And every time i look at the clock, I would go, oh, that's, so I'd marked 60, do- 60 lines on my book. And uh-huh. every time I would look and I, I would score it off. And you know how they talk about bored to tears? That literally was that feeling I had, that feeling of absolute boredom. I just kicked uh-huh. my life away. Not, I really, I really hated school. Really hated I hated a, a lot of things, a lot of the people, a lot of the structure, a lot of all, all of the stuff. I just didn't like it. I just yeah. didn't feel I fitted into that environment. Yeah. And and but it's they wanted me to get an education. Uh, that them that wanted me the education would be my parents. Uh, they yeah. wanted me to be a doctor or lawyer. There's a lots of other stuff you could touch into. But at age of fourteen, I I, I discovered um, it was. Uh, well, I wouldn't say just discovered, but I think there was a point where I noticed the opposite sex. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and at that point, you go right. I need. I need to sort myself out. And my mum was a my mum was a, in theatre, and before I came along, she she'd done hairdressing. So I think that's always quite interesting about you know, and you wonder nature and nurture and all these things, um, how that. But but it's it was there. So I I. I, I, my mum had uh, two choices, either a short afro or a long afro, that was a given, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so coming up to the, 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 the summer, I had my, a bit of an afro and I had my role models and my mum passed away um, many years ago. Now. But when she passed away, and it was quite interesting. You go back to Les Mago, you go up into the attic and I get my suitcase. Mm-hmm. When I get my suitcase, you open up the suitcase and there's all my LPs. And yeah. on the LPs, on the album cover, every single person had an afro, from the, the Boney M to the Commodores, Michael Jackson, obviously, yeah. Leo Sayer, yeah. oh, 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 but they've all got afro. So that's quite telling, because I'm looking for role models. And I did, not you know, when you think back to what we didn't have access to, now with mm-hmm. internet and so forth, and I'm growing up in Les Mago and all of that. The music. Yeah, there was, there was another guy, actually, because um, I love, I, I do grow up around with theatre, and I love Panto. And uh, and you've got Chris McClure, who's <gasps> Christian, right? So Chris... Have us in a play with yeah Isn't it a great... Chris
0: Kiss played my father-in-law in a play called Mistletoe and the Divines. He was isn't the it, loveliest Isn't he? He
1: such a gentle, he, lovely When soul. I got
0: married, he sent me a telegram.
1: <laughs> Can you imagine? What, one of my most exciting moments for me. You know, like I, I meet a lot of people and I'm, you know, I've got friends that are actors and I've been Hollywood and I've done all these things. And, you know, and you meet people and you go, yeah, right. But I've been sitting in my salon on Hop Street in Glasgow and in walks this guy and he's introducing me to do his kids' hair. Yes. And I'm looking at the guy going are you Christian? Are you like that? And I'm going, oh, fanboying over it. And, <laughs> uh, and so what was my, my point? Yes. Yeah, so, so then, so, yeah, That that so I decided I wanted to do something with my hair. Now, one of the guys that was quite influential at the time, going back, was David Grant. And David Grant's actually come back into prominence. I was quite surprised. I thought he was gone, and then I realised he was doing all, not the X Factor, but that kind of stuff. And then he's, he and I actually... Another part of my life, I bumped into him when I was going through my um, um, born again Christian phase. I bumped into him at Kensington Temple uh, at Notting Hill Carnival uh, while he's singing on stage. That's another story. Uh, <laughs> so <many> but, <laughs> but ultimately, um, I, I, he used to have his hair straightened through the top, okay. a wee headband on and it's shaved through the sides Ooh. so, right, now we've got a barbershop in, in Les Mago I, I think he's passed now but it was Kenny Bell's and there was another salon which, uh, I'm gonna it, But it was that barbershop was where the boys went to mm-hmm. and I, and I came up with this idea and I went to my mum I said, listen, could you uh, She's like, "Oh, you're not going back to school like that." I'm like, "Well, it's the summer holidays. Could you just, I uh, you can cut it when I go back in August." So she was cutting your hair. She, she, she it was only that was the only two that, choices. I that, no, no, never went to another salon. It was always my mum, yes. and uh, but it was always on or off. And I got her to cut <laughs> the sides away, and I, I then tried to brush this afro down flat. Anyway. um... I, I, I went through the summer like that, and the, then it came to uh, going back to school, and I refused to let her <gasps> cut it. So I went yeah. and I, I could show you pictures, and it'd be quite interesting. Because see, when you try and brush a, an, an afro down and you put it in a centre parting, it doesn't lie flat. Currently here, you'll know it changes mm-hmm. with the moisture anyway, but so it would rise back up, but I'd still have a centre parting. On. So have you ever seen the Mickey Mouse Club where yes. they're wearing the black ears? <laughs> Always. right no, but I understand the principle now, because what you also have and it's the, this you know I love the mind and how people work and how they think is it's called peacocking it's about standing out, so if somebody look you know you wear bright yes. clothes, you do all of yes. that, you look different, so it might not be attractive for at not like but I stood out. <laughs> And I feel like I'm uh, rocking this right, uh, Well, totally, but it also picks. You know, uh, growing up as the only black in the village, uh, which isn't entirely true because I'm with my sister. But if you grew up in that environment, it was quite. It was quite refreshing to be uh, to. To be, if if people were saying something about you, it was about something I had control over, yeah, right? Right. So I was creating a narrative. So it was quite interesting. Sense, yeah, However, people were noticing, and I was doing my headband, and I was trying to get into my, my my music, and you know, my my Michael Jackson. This Thriller just came out at that stage as well. But anyway, um, some of the guys in the school were coming up and going, "Who'd you get a haircut?" And um, and I said, "Well, is it was Kenny's." I'm like, is it? I'm like, "No, no, no." I said, "I designed the haircut, and I got my mum to cut it," and they said well, could you design a haircut for me and get mum, your mum to cut it? So I remember going back to mum, like, mum, 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 you need to do me a favour, you need to... And she, Anyway, I wouldn't use her language, but she she, she she, didn't swear, she wouldn't swear at that stage of my life. Uh, that changed when we got a bit older. But, she, um, but, she would, she, but I, I pleaded with, please, please, please. And I remember getting one guy specifically and he was into uh, David Bowie and it was all the kind of you know new romantics were he all still about all of that and we did this and I'd, I'd, and I'd, yeah and the, the, the design the designs the cut and we get the kind of floppy over thing and I did all of that I, I wasn't invisible to these guys people knew who I was you know in some ways but but it was a different kudos I had and I realized Gosh, a lot of power in this. I was this got, literally, I was just going to say that,
0: that the power in that. Yeah. Do you know I mean? And I think as a young person, mm. it doesn't matter who you are, what your experience is, Like, yeah. it's just hard. Right.
1: are well, young.
0: No, you don't have totally. really I... that path out mm-hmm. for yourself. 100%. So that was your moment. It feels like that was your moment. That, that was it. That, that
1: I knew what I wanted to do oh, at 14. And, I, and and that that's why I left the house at 15, because my folks didn't support that. I got a flat. And, I, and I, I got a job and I got my first job in Hamilton and I did, didn't see him folks for a year, but I stuck to my guns, you know, and that's me nearly 40 years now. But it was that that was very tunnel visioned I, I was very obsessed about I needed to do. Now, to be clear, my perception of what it was and the reality mm-hmm. were miles apart. that I had seen this other film and it was called Shampoo and it was with Warren Beatty and Goldie Hawn. Mm-hmm. And you go Look, like, you know, I'm, I'm a young man and you go, you know, driving about in, in a motorbike in Beverly Hills with a hairdryer down the back of your trousers and all these rich women and all of that. You go, and they pay for this? And then, then you forward wind to, you know, get it actually, because that was 14, like, oh, seeing that movie. The Alex. Right, and, and then getting into, and so my first salon wasn't, both salons were on, on um quarry street in hamilton Uh and the first one was 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 called michael's
0: okay right
1: and michael's um i i don't remember the owner's name but i remember her sitting down and talking to me and going listen i do not employ boys because boys are generally lazy they're generally this they're doing like that and she gave me all this this spiel. okay now and i'm like and i i'm a good talker and i i I said listen give me a chance and i'll prove you wrong now if we to go back a stage before I started in the the, I had to work. I was fifteen, and my my folks were out of my life. I'd left school illegally. I managed to get a job in 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 Linus Carpets in Burnbank for six months. Really? I was on. I was earning. they let me get this right. Yes, yeah, it was. I think it was seven pounds a day for an uh, for a twelve. It was it something like, uh, oh, so was eight in the morning till six in the evening or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was getting seven pounds for that. And it, and that was six days a week, so I was getting forty two quid, right. which. Pint was, it was, um, as a pint was, it was 35 for half a pint. It was, you could go, money went a lot, you, you know, but anyway, so the the, the key for that, right, uh-huh. was survival. And when you move into that environment, the guys said, uh, they taught me, and this is another thing as well, which was quite interesting. Again, I was the first, I remember the, the whole chat in the, the staff room, but I was the first or one of the first Protestants that was ever employed in that shop. It was Catholic, and it was Catholic and Catholic. Now, having grown up in the yeah. Lack Hall in yeah. West Mahigo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was just it was just a whole different world. And I, I thought when they were saying, oh, you're one of them, and I thought they meant, I'm black. And they're like, no, they were being dismissive. No, it's not your colour. It's your one of them. I couldn't work out. And and eventually that's what it turned out to be. Anyway, the the guys were, you all get in. So the the key was survival, right? And the point to this is that I used to, you come in, and then um, you get a break, a lunch break, and a, a, and a, a tea break. Mm-hmm. And then you've got all those hours to kill. Mm-hmm. Now, I think if you realise I'm working in a carpet shop, your job, apart from lifting and tidying up, is to sell carpets. And considering I did six months in that place, I think it's quite a talent to be able to say that I never sold a single carpet. Right? To be able, considering that's what you're there to do, that's a talent. In itself, I and bet I, you a good game. Right, I, I, a, I, I, I really did. I did talk a good game, but also hiding was the key. So one of the guys, so they got you know the big carpet rolls. Yes. Bits one guy ta- taught me if you go in there, you can get a, a nap in there. You can sleep in that for a while. Yes, you you'd say you go to go over to the offcuts. There was you could hide in the offcuts because you say you're looking for something. You kill an hour in there. Toilet, the, the toilet was a great because nobody's going to. So no, I used to. Swap, the toilet, rah, 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 rah. So it was light, light buddies. I remember. So I used to get a, a can of seven up a and. It, apple turnover and that's something else but i can remember those two things yeah. in, in particular and what you do is you go out to the, the shop mm-hmm. get your food mm-hmm. go into the toilet sit in the toilet mm-hmm. and eat your food take an hour and then you'd come out the toilet and then you'd go on your lunch and you'd have another hour <laughs> right because because it was You're like that right right, right right right. So, right so you do that right the point the point i'm trying to give you an idea of survival so then i move into this salon where there's i think five of us right uh, and no.
0: there's no way
1: to hide <laughs> i didn't know that okay right because it's my first job so you're up like, from that. So get to Skype, right yeah because i thought you know it's just about survival so yeah. I, I i literally and i'm thinking so the first week she thought i was brilliant she really did she gave me an extra tenner and just said i was brilliant and it was lovely i remember being really kind of confused um because all, all of the, the ladies would would have a certain age because there it was, it was the perms and the shampoos and sets yes. And I'm like that, and I'm I'm thinking, mm, I don't see Goldie Hawn. <laughs>
0: like <laughs> I was sold. Like, Excuse yeah. me a minute. It's not as glamorous uh, as I thought. So don't.
1: so after the one <laughs> one week and getting kind of going right, okay, and then so I used to go out for my lunch because the Light Buddies in Quarry Street. Uh huh. Get my food, come in. The, Sponsored by Light Buddies. <laughs> right, The the toilet w- was the door that opened into the salon, right? Oh, right. So even in the, ca- in the carpet shop, the toilet was the way back of the like yeah, so that. that. Right. So I'd come up the stairs into the main salon. Open the door uh-huh. of the toilet, take my food in there, shut the door over, and go in for an hour, eat my lunch, and then come out and then go to the staff room. But then they
0: obviously—they were like, but, "What are you up
1: to?" Down, <laughs> right? And uh, and I remember the next week going, "I knew I made a mistake." She said, you approved proved, <gasps> you know like that." And she said, no. "She said, I, I, you know, if you like, unless you buck up your ideas," she said. And anyway, I'm never going to employ a guy. And I, I actually went for an interview and got another job. And my boss. That, you know i get yeah. battered and i needed that i needed kind of you know i need i needed to learn how to live on what i mean but
0: what you're like 15
1: yeah well it was 16, 15 like... yeah that's like literally just i was a yts the youth training scheme Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got I, I was on a marion white's job spot uh, on stv advertising the benefits of uh, really? the, yeah yeah the, the youth training scheme <laughs> And I,
0: again, using your skill as an <laughs>
1: excellent communicator. Uh, she, I was invited on. They gave you a whole list of questions, uh, you know, to preempt before, you, before you're before you getting filmed. She didn't ask any of those fucking questions. It was horrible, you know, because I'd learned <laughs> tell you like know, that. And it was, and, they, they, and they're going, well, we're just going to go live because they said pre recorded and edited. Oh, we'll just go live. And then they didn't ask any of the questions. And I got really nervous. And I, I'd got my hair done as well. Okay. And it was all, I'd, I'd, I'd got it tonged, I'd bleached it. It was red. I've got the, I, the video's mm-hmm. lost now, but it was this. In a picture, right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> and uh, and I've soon when I'm nervous, I smile a lot, and I and I don't like so I, what was it And she says, I see you do a good line in fringe cuts, and I'm like, yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> this is the question I'm trying to, think. and I've got this grin, and I'm really freaking out. The cameras on me with that, yeah, I've been for some And so why you know. why did you go into hairdressing? And I'm like, that wasn't one of the questions. i <laughs> I'm like, I know. I'm like, I'm like so I could make lots of friends and i'm like and that was it my wee brother who's an actor now that was it everyone saw it and i remember that was that and i'm like oh.
0: so after that initial you know mm. interaction with the salon in hamilton mm-hmm. where did you go after that
1: well so I, I went across the road to a company called yours faithfully yours uh, and, the road, yeah. Uh, yeah so it was literally i could see in the window which is coincidence <laughs> where i'm at just now i mean the the, the salon the, the salon that i own across uh, the the one I had for 26 years yes. just at lockdown I moved across the road so I can still see God. so it was pretty much the same thing when I think about it full circle. The, full but yeah, full yeah I get into this company and they had a, a, a training programme and a structure that, that meant I, I was getting a good and they also they, not only good training and good sport they also uh, they have ambitions to grow as a company mm. and from so from 17 I'm saying listen I want to invest I want to be part of this how do I I've got money how do I I didn't have money but I said I had money and I wanted to get involved and my grandmother might have stepped me up and, and ultimately I really kept asking. So I would get involved in uh, running uh, the night classes for the training and ultimately um, the artistic team as well. So there was opportunities and they invested in a lot of people just to, to build the brand and, and it was really, really useful. So I got away to work with other people and yeah, it was, it was, it was really interesting. It, it, there's a parallel to this, which is relevant to my life now as well, mm-hmm. that... One of the things that was missing, which I talk about, and it's not no, no fault of, of, of that salon, but my hair wasn't included in the curriculum. And it's, it's interesting, actually, one of the things that connects me to where I'm at now, part yeah. of my journey and my voice and where I'm going with it, mm-hmm. is I was actually in that salon, right? So, I'm, I'm, so I'd be 17. Within the, the company, you train as a barber, then you move into the ladies' side if you decide you want to go further. So I trained as a barber as well as a ladies' hairdresser. Right, yeah. So I'm, I'm sitting, uh, the, you know, you're on the bell, so you're waiting for the next client to come in. And uh, now... You have this thing. My brother describes it. My brother, we'll probably talk about my my family. (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's, it, maybe I have to record it and then play it back to understand. It's it's somewhat complicated, but I'm adopted. Mm-hmm. Right. So and, and my sister's adopted. Okay. We're both um, genetically not linked. And okay. uh, my, yeah. my, my 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 um my genetics are Guinean and Scottish or sort of actually it's more more nuanced than that because I've done my, my DNA now, which is fascinating. And, wow. and my, my sister, she's Irish and uh, Nigerian. Mm -hmm. so then then so that's me the eldest then my sister and then you've got my brother my brother uh gordon and we 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 grew up there six years apart but he's white and that's Mm -hmm. why i'm making that that point now he laughs because if we're out walking along the street and this is going back in the day possibly still happens now but you'd be walking along and you see someone of color coming the other way and you just go he said, "I've noticed." He said, "So do you know them?" He's like, "No." He says, "That is just a black thing." And he go, "Yeah." And it was just—I think it was just the acknowledgement that there's someone else that looks like it that right, way. See, so. yeah, well,
0: you obviously mentioned earlier on there
1: was no one. <laughs> so moving to Hamilton, I saw saw people, but basically we've got this. I'm in the salon, and there's this guy going past the salon nod nod and he keeps going past the salon every other day or so mm-hmm. it was a nod nod so I, i've described my hair to you which was and it was still like that i had my my it was kind of flat tops like that mm-hmm. and i used to i used to tong it to get this yeah. nice quiff and put hair in it and pull it all in and put all the, the i was trying bro creams i was trying all these things to get my hair to sit and one day this guy came towards the door. And they, and he's like that, and he comes in and he introduces himself, and he's got an American accent, and he's like, hey, and I still remember his name. He's like, I'm Tony. I'm like, Tony, I'm Scott. He's like, I, I, I he's like, I've been noticing you as you pass, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, and he said, I noticed your hair, and I'm like, oh, you like it? Would you like it like that? He's like, no, man, it's shit. Alright, <laughs> and, and and he, he, he hands me a bag of, he's like, hey. he said, you're looking the side down. He says in this beautiful deep American accent, hands me a bag of of hair products. Wow. Now. To be clear, Tony uh, was a submariner. I don't know why he was in Hamilton, but mm-hmm. I know, you know, the, the base is over at um, Helensburgh and so forth. Right, huh? so, so So so. I just love the fact that he's <laughs> i your doorstep. Right,
0: my, 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 my
1: hair was so bad that he walked into <laughs> a fucking hair salon. That's right? Yeah, I need to help you, son. Right, like that. And that, that, that. But that's, but
0: that's really telling of the industry at that time yeah, in that area. Like, it's horrible. It's,
1: it's, and... it. it's a whole different thing. I mean, it was. I didn't know there were specific products for my hair type. Yeah. I'd been scrambling through. Now I could tell you a lot of the mistakes I was making, but I didn't know. I was. You I, don't I know what don't, to, know. No, they don't know. what you yeah. don't know. Spoke about that. Yeah. And I was, I was taking perm lotion and mm. trying to straighten my hair because Michael Jackson's hair was getting straightened. I didn't understand that. You know, if you think about the earlier albums, it's this cool dude with his black skin and this, mm. the thing. And it's. it's as his look can i could connect to that gradually he began to look a bit different you know i'm actually i'm going to see a uh, Shalimar a uh, a uh, at the royal Console, i think uh sure. in june uh, i saw them a couple of years ago again and Shalimar saw jeffrey daniels actually in starlight express down yeah, in the road yeah. as well but again you know going from an afro eventually they were having his hair relaxed and and then straightened and so that so i did not know how they were doing this yeah so I'm, I'm experimenting, copying all these things. I didn't know there were specific techniques. Now I understand it, of but, but I, I didn't. So I was scrambling at that. And interesting enough, even when I went to London, which I went to a lot of family down there, I didn't go into salons as such, mm-hmm. but there was what i was talking to people they didn't they didn't understand me and what i was trying to get it was there was uh, maybe i didn't communicate it correctly it turns out now there was salons i'm working with people there was sounds that existed that could have maybe helped me yeah, yeah, but yeah. it uh, wasn't on my radar
0: like i think that's amazing that guy just came into the yes. salon like tony like yes. that sounds like such a pivotal moment in your so. life never right. mind your you yes. know, your
1: career so let, let's talk about pivotal things sorry it's so growing up right um uh, may i uh, may i be rude what age are you I'm 40. Right, I'm oh, just a puppy. Okay, Thanks, Thanks, Right, right. <laughs> so, so, but yeah, so growing up, um, the, the one of the things that was really, really uh, made a huge impact on me was um, Alex Haley's Roots.
0: Mm-hmm. So I was
1: asking, it was a TV programme. It was, it was a television series, yes. right? And it was about a, 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 a young black man who was Sweet. robbed from Africa and brought into America. I've actually, I've tried to, during lockdown, sit down with my daughters and get them to watch it, to understand some of the languages and some of the things. Because, you know, there's there's a lot of words out there. I, and I think that, you know, we, we can, I, I think it's worth it finding out their origins and understanding where they're coming from and because a lot of people use them and have no idea how they mean they're trying to be hurtful or they're trying to be this or they've just been completely ignorant and they don't know so I think right. uh, uh, it's can be quite empowering to mm-hmm. understand the origins of stuff yeah. and and words can be fun even the ones that people think are bad you know they can be fun I, I swear like a trooper I. <laughs> uh, but so I, 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 Alex Haley one of the there the, the, the was so you've got um Kunta Kinte. um who was taken from Africa to America, he was uh, turned into a, a slave or enslaved, and um, they changed his name to Toby. And Toby, uh, they cut his foot off when he was trying to, to to escape. And there's a whole story with the clan and mm-hmm. all of that. But there was one point, and it was, I think it was his daughter, Kizzy, I, again, born into enslavement. Um, and there was a free slave, or free man, sorry, and I think his name, I, I may be wrong, it's been such a long time, but in my head, his, his name was Chicken George. Right. And he was happy, vivacious, outgoing, and he was traveling about and he came in and they fell in love. But ultimately, she couldn't marry him and wouldn't go with him and wouldn't be with him because he didn't know his story and didn't care, didn't know where he came from. Wow! right. So that that's always something that's been wow. at the back of mm-hmm. my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, um when I talk about uh, adoption, um, I was a, I was fostered uh, by my parents that ultimately adopted me. Right, okay. and none of this, none of, and I keep stressing with people because people they, they make assumptions with words again about, and none of it was sad, right? None of it. Was, yeah. Do you know what I mean? People, when you do, you go, they go, they go okay. oh, and I'm like, no, you don't know my life. <laughs> you have no idea. Uh, and, and and but so I was fostered by my parents. I was adopted uh, by my parents that that um that fostered me at the age of four, okay. right? Yeah. So I had a certain amount of information. Right. Mm-hmm. The information was that my father was from Ghana. Mm-hmm. My mother was Scottish. Okay. And uh, and I was always meant to go back to Ghana. And it didn't work out. Okay. I and I knew my father's name, which was Victor. And, and you knew
0: this from, from a birth.
1: I mean, age. Yeah, we, we so all we knew all, it. It's family, family it legends. So, yeah, yeah, and... that, that uh-huh. yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we laugh about it. I mean the family, we laugh about it. You know, the idea that you know, based on the fact that, that, that both my parents um that raised me are white. I hmm. uh, you know, and I'm black and my sister's black and my brother's white. I think they needed to be honest because otherwise the, the lies to, to try and make it to not make it.
0: I just wonder because I no, wonder no, no. is you a young you, kid, like, you no, know, you just accept I
1: can, your can tell you life
0: and who I, you I've, live with and who your parents are. And
1: I've had in my head two or three people mm-hmm. who have come up to me around about the age of 11, 12, 13, somewhere in that part of my life, can't remember specifically, but yeah. I remember specifically them saying to me, Do you love your parents? And I'm like, What? And I'm like, do you love your parents? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, can I tell you this? And they'll say, that they, they would tell me that their child's adopted. Mm-hmm. They've never told the kid they're adopted. And they are fearful of how the kid's going to react. Oh, and in my head, okay. I'm going, oh. Because I don't think I would react well finding out Ten years later, <laughs> yeah. right, and that. So I. Yeah, I mean, you,
0: so you can. I can't talk from experience. Yeah. But you can. Yeah, yeah. I just do, think you know. Maybe it. you
1: go. No, yeah. I, I can assure you, your child will love you, or hate you, or angry with you. Mm-hmm. The same as I, I. My 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 relationship with my parents was comparable and similar to everyone else that I knew. Do you know what I mean yeah, an angry yeah, teenager? Yeah. The, the, all this stuff, everything like that. I, I, I had enough dysfunction within my family without searching for other families to bring more dysfunction. So <laughs> that was so. Yeah, I I I I think I, I lost my point, but it was it was it was literally the that statement of I that was a quite a pivotal point. That that mm-hmm. watching that program and it was interesting because me and my mom and we'd sit down and watch it, and it was really fascinating to watch mm-hmm. because it was the first access to that. Thing, whatever that thing was. Whereas, you know, everything else I've lived in a bubble. Yeah. Uh, and the bubble is, I mean, the bubble's fascinating actually, because until I moved away from this, you didn't realize how much of a bubble you live in. And <laughs> uh, within, anyway. And so,
0: seeing that, did that make you then want to? ask more questions and find out more at that point
1: no 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 no, no. so this is yeah very interesting i have not been for someone that's interested in other people and so for someone that is very 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 curious about mm. a lot of things everyone you you constantly ask this question do you never want to find your real parents and i would go um, my real parents it's are the ones that raise me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I understand because they're putting it from their perspective. Yeah. I'm, I'm very much. I don't, I don't like to live my fit a life with regret. You know, so, no. you, so that's where I maybe <laughs> take myself into situations or say things or do things and you go, I maybe shouldn't have done it, but I had to do it. The, right, and the and compulsion the, was uh, there. Yeah, and so that doesn't always land well, but it, it builds as a person. A life well lived. <laughs> I'm getting the vibe
0: that it's a life lived
1: to well, the full. Well, some, some, of the, some of the most interesting parts of your life is when you fuck up. it really is see when you go through see when you play safe and just it's mundane it it, it, it pretty much blends into melds into and we get one shot at it so yeah so yeah no is that
0: do you think that's always I mean, it sounds like you've had... You know, the fact that at age 14, you left school and at yeah. 15, you're living on your own and yeah. that seems like you are somebody who's always had that kind of adventurous spirit. Restless.
1: Aye. Restless. Restless. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've discovered, yeah, there was a lot of... I think there was a period of my life, um, I think, um, getting into my, my early 20s, I think there was. I think I moved, I can't remember, it was maybe 10 times in Glasgow and roundabout, and what I would do every time is, you know, you, you'd, you'd pack up everything. Thing, and eventually he'd been everything and then within a very short period of time th- th- the same things were problematic okay. and eventually I realized that it wasn't the neighbors it wasn't the flatmates it wasn't that eventually i had to go yep
0: oh, no. it's like <laughs> yeah i had to go fuck <laughs> all right i'm gonna to have to deal with that you sound like a very reflective yeah. person a very self aware person
1: getting get there that's, I mean, I so is that, that's definitely a, a <laughs> journey
0: that
1: you're on i, I love it you know I, again going back to the word perversion that i use a lot mm-hmm. i and it's about that when you're going through a difficult stage of your life in my head from my lived experience i know that i'm going to be a, a better version of myself at the other side of that even though in the thick of it, it is oh, horrific. it's, yeah, it's yeah, like it's, that. Yeah. In my head, I'm going. Well, this won't last forever, and I know that because of my lived experiences, it's going to be better. I'm quite excited about to see what's going to come. How is this going because to turn out? Really
0: great right. have.
1: It's just it's how I survive. But it's so hot... a lot of
0: people would just avoid things that yes. are messy or horrible or scary yeah. because it's like, well, I don't. It's like that. Uh, I use this analogy all the time. That bear hunt, like you can't go around. It you can't go. On it, you have to like go through mm-hmm. stuff in order to come out the other side. But a lot of us, including me, would be you know covering the ears, covering we, the head, going, I don't want to go there. It's too we, we,
1: you feeling. know, but then again, you go back to that thing. and I listen, I, I've got many instances of that, but we, you actually the, the fear of facing it is oftentimes more painful than actually what you're imagining. So so therefore, you're actually causing more pain by avoiding it and more yeah. pain by burying your head in the sand. And eventually, you have to go through it anyway. So you're actually just prolonging it. And sometimes it's better just to rip the plaster off. Yeah. Uh, not, just, always, the not, not always. No, Not always. Sometimes if you just left the plaster on, it would have healed. Just, just it, would have, the it would have healed without. It. You know, you realise, oh god, if I'd left it on, that would have healed.
0: I mean, I think just even if we take it back to the hairdressing and hmm. and now being a business owner and being hmm. a business owner for thirty hmm. odd years hmm. that you know, that probably is quite a good trait to have that sometimes you just have to do the not so great stuff, mm. you know, to progress your business. Like I'm thinking about hiring people and, oh, well, and letting people I, go I, I, and all get, that kind of stuff. I can give you an
1: example of um so it'll be twenty years ago. I've been shafted several times in business. Uh, it doesn't matter who, why, or what. Uh, again, a, le- a lesson learned uh, when you go into business with people and go in with a handshake and a smile. Uh, d- business is business, as the person said to me that this story relates to. But I, I had um, I'd taken on a business um, I, just before I went away in Honeymoon, uh, and that's why I know it was 20 years ago. When I come back, um, the, 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 the person that set me up in business had because i knew them i had because it was all done a handshake and smell keep the staff in place get them all sorted i and then when i come back we'll sort out all the the money side of it so the money was still um funneling into his the 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 other person's account so when i come back i'm like right cool i'm here i can i get my money and he went no and he says and i've just taught you a valuable lesson in business son he said you know wow. uh, that wow. business is folded that money's gone and you need to and and i Jeez. and again taught me about people taught me about yes personally looked me in nice, eyes. i could I, it doesn't matter but but it was a lesson it was a lesson i learned and so and i remember i was actually i was down in uh, so i had a business there the business I, I was which was up in hope street the business down in paisley and uh, and the money wasn't there to pay for the the business in paisley because it had been stolen and I and I was on a course to do with stocks and shares. In fact, you know, I don't know if you've heard of Anthony Robbins. He's a life coach. Ah. So this was a wealth mastery course.
0: Oh my! And there was a
1: guy in from the uh, the um, New York Stock Exchange, and he was talking about stocks and shares and about and they're laying it all out and to do with stuff like that. And he said the reason people lose a lot of money is because they're scared to lose a little bit of money. Mm. And I actually walked out that course halfway through the course flew back up to to glasgow went round all the salons in paisley i uh, spoke to all owners because there was a shortage of staff and i got all the staff into new positions mm-hmm. so a couple of them i took back up to hope street okay and a and then i spoke to the landlord and i said to him i told him how i'd been shafted mm-hmm. and he understood so he didn't came, come for me for any money yeah. and we just closed the keys and then that door and walked wow. away and I, I thought and that that was a, a lesson learned about and all of it but it was either because i was worried i was worried i was worried and thought well what i could do is i could shore up that business with money from that business but then i was jeopardizing that business and everyone's jobs in there and ultimately and yeah i had and, to make that know, call yeah i had to make that call you know that was a a, a pain but again i I went towards it and i was able to be proactive as Mm -hmm. opposed to put my head in the sand and hopefully went away but there was that guy just saying i'm like you know because i'm going because i thought if i keep trading until christmas i may have a good couple of weeks then i could just about you know like that and 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 i was like nah and i was uh, that was so yeah
0: But it's interesting that you know experiences like that that's huge like to lose that you know to lose a lot of money and and to feel that you've been being shafted like you say like in somebody that you trusted and Mm. that it wouldn't then put you off. But the passion's obviously there for what you do. Like, so I'm assuming that
1: you yeah don't, you, don't, you don't
0: get to do this for 30 years and, and not be passionate about it
1: well or, or you're a control freak <laughs> uh, and and so because obviously the, our industry is changing Is a lot of people um going self-employed now and i'm self-employed so why wouldn't you go self-employed so a lot of people they train and they quickly go out on their own and do it that way mm. and a lot of salons are the business model is built upon you know it's a, oh, a, the... a collective of people oh, understand. Uh, yeah. and, and i'm that and I, I find it fascinating to observe And maybe in some ways it would be good, but because of my goals and ultimately where I would like to be, Mm. I I want people around about me that are are into what I'm into and I want to support and help them and do that. So there is I definitely, there's possibly another way to do it, but this is the way I've chosen and I'm finding, I I find... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, the people thing is I I talked I'm trying to explain to to you're not self employed not by any stretch of the imagination I, you, I as soon as I turned the key in that door the first one I opened at 22 I I think I was you you, you it, 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 it's a game changer you know that way where you think your parents. Have got it all worked out. Do you know that <laughs> you way? I, actual
0: humans... I, and, they
1: and, and they're bluffing. They're lying to you. I mean, <laughs> in the kindest way, to protect you from of it. Course. You think, well, if I, once I get that with the parents, once I get my house, once I get married, once I get You're that with that something, will, something, will, and you'll be as Sometimes. happy as there. But it's the same in business as well. So, I mean, you know, the the the, the I think I was a bit about twelve weeks in, and I think this is easy because the money was coming in, and it was coming in, and it was coming in, and the money was building up, and I'm like. Oh, then i had to pay uh, that then i had oh, to pay rent then i had to pay staff then i had to pay that and it was like ouch. back in the day it was predominantly <laughs> cash so uh-huh. you'd there's a tin of cash and then it, all the cash was gonna going right well oh, that was paid I, i'm so happy it's electronic now that you don't actually have to see it oh yeah because it doesn't feel like real much but i remember just going, and it wasn't even that much money but it felt like a lot you know but but then you realize that i'm working for my staff if i don't run the business correctly I'm not yeah, am Right, right, right so that affects, they're, they're trusting me, so I need to do that. The the, the government, pff, you, you know, you're, you're collecting for them, you're paying for them, you, you can't avoid that. My accountant was chasing me, so I had to work for that, My the bank manager was chasing me, so you're doing all that. Your suppliers are chasing you, you know, you go like that. Yeah this so is are probably self employed you know, I mean this is, people see it as freedom and I'm like it's really really not how not not at all
0: <laughs> nice, you, you have to like the thing that you do yeah and yes. that is
1: yeah all you've of it. Got,
0: you've got a passion yeah. for that. I mean it's a craft not
1: all of it you know all
0: you're you know you're obviously talking about then that education mm. Learn more about curly hair like how to work with it, how to treat it how to you know like that becomes a a, a passion I would assume then yeah, You yeah well, to that so, world
1: so I think you go back to my, my lived experience coming back through as a young person in the hairdressing world but prior to that just starting out with my hair mm-hmm. and not knowing how to do it, all of that then not feeling fitting in and all, all the different things and you, th- what you began to realize when i'm talking to uh, as soon as i see you mm-hmm. and see your hair mm-hmm. i can wrongly or rightly make certain assumptions about your lived experience uh-huh. based on what I see, of, you okay, know, yes. and uh, because of how we, we fit in or we don't fit in, mm. um, how, how to learn to do, it and all the bad experiences you may have had, and uh, generally speaking, it starts with the primary caregivers because if if they haven't had the same hair, or even if they have tried to fit into that, the brushing, the, the, the yeah. like that, and so it's not a color thing. And it's not even a, a, a type of that, but, and it's not even a gender thing. Mm-hmm. So once I realised that, that it's a kind of superpower, if you just listen and talk and listen and talk, yeah. you find oftentimes there's a commonality. And not everyone's experience, but then I can't service everyone. No. But we've tried to create a space that, that everyone can. But it's also inclusive insofar as, if we look at my uh, my life story, that my, I'm actually the, the uh, now i will be interesting, because out of this, I'm the eldest of fifteen children. I, fifteen, right? Yeah, several wow. mothers, several fathers, and all wow. of the Stars. stuff that comes out, right? Two of them that haven't met; those two possibly don't know I exist. So here's right. Here's a bit of the story. Like, look, come away from the hairdresser and then come back to this because it's uh, so. And I like this story, right? Okay. Right? Yep. Okay. So you go back to, and I was talking about when people would ask you, you know, the. You, and i would always say no and i would always take i would always i wouldn't just say it flippantly i would actually every now and again maybe once a year maybe a couple of years i would actually sit down and actually ask me ask genuinely ask myself do i, want to, do I really want to know because it's easy quick flip away you know like that but i'm, I'm a curious and you go no no my mum and my father always said if you ever want to we'll help you we'll, uh-huh. we'll look we'll do the research and i went no if I was kind of honest, again laterly, latterly, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't wanted to hurt my mum that's understandable right, yeah that because way. you can't right. once
0: you start to find out stuff, you can't
1: really you know, you control can't close it, it right. do you mean and, but it wasn't it genuinely didn't have that And but it, I mean latterly but, but I didn't have it was just going I didn't need it enough that, that yeah. it would hurt anyway. Yeah. but i say my mum passed over 20 years ago uh, but there, were, there was conversations but, but it was all genuine everyone's sincere it was all of that mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. genuinely that way my sister um, the one I was raised with she she looked up her, her biological family my sister she's a top psychologist specialised in family therapy no coincidence there. I think there's wow. 800 staff below at the moment uh, and blah 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 so there's all this stuff I've always found mind interesting but for me um, around about the age of 46 I turned around to my wife and said actually I think I'm ready I just did I woke up one day and I'm very impulsive mm-hmm. I and I went I actually think I'm ready it's like what I'm like so I phoned my sister uh, and asked, what did you do and she told me what to do and, and I'm like what's, what's your thoughts and it was the thing I remember she's like listen you've got your wife you've got your business you've got your kids you've got all of that it's not going to change you mm. and I'm like and based on who I am she's right but I'm curious curious I'm nosy yeah, right yeah, yeah. so and it's the first time so it was quite see when you admit to yourself it was quite exciting of course right? yeah. and again going back to the perversion thing, I actually felt I was observing it rather than living it. It's really hard that's to explain. Yeah, because I was watching, See, so you know you watched these programmes. That's so, you. Right, Look this your is your life. Uh, yeah. Now,
0: I wonder if that's because you are so sure of who you are as a person and the life that you've built that I wonder if you, you weren't concerned that it was going to change you. I didn't need anything. So
1: I wasn't going to be let down, God, yeah. right? Okay. Didn't need anything. Yes. Don't need anything. Could, I mean, have done, how, could have done with money. Could have done with money, could have done with money. <laughs> like, right. Uh, let's be honest. But could have done That would have been would right. be nice. But I didn't need emotionally. I didn't need anything <laughs> from that, and therefore I had nothing to lose. And was it
0: Other people's experiences different when it, mm. uh, it does
1: feel like there's with something missing. Yeah, and they mm. some, needing something filled, and and, and so uh, there was a lot. I mean, I, I did arrive at that. There's other conversations of with other people that based on their experience. And I knew that I didn't need that. I didn't want yeah, that. Yeah. It wasn't. Anyway, or at least that's what I believe. Yes. So anyway, we do this thing. So what you do is you send away um, and you get your birth certificate. Okay. Right. So there's the first thing that I find absolutely fascinating. And again, coming back to that, you know, there's things that you would say that you would go, I would, I, you, you would know. You should Anyway, you open this piece of paper and in this piece of paper, it gives me my name. Right. Mm-hmm. No, it gives me my, my, my real name. And I'm like, that, and I'm like, oh, f- f- fuck, of course. I was fostered and then adopted. My name got changed when I was adopted. Wow. I'm like that. I hadn't, I hadn't thought of that. So I'm really? now. Going, so my my name is John Scott Cooper. Right. Uh-huh. Right. So my name, my John mm-hmm. is my father that mm-hmm. adopted me. Scott mm-hmm. is my given name by my biological, and Cooper is my my, my adopted parents. That's yeah, me. yeah. Right. On this birth certificate, it, it was a uh, Scott. Victor David Anthu was and I'm uh, and I'm gonna
0: say what <laughs> and of course
1: Who's that of course but, but of yeah, course it just, but it just hadn't it literally hadn't entered your head no do you, I mean you go oh what? so that
0: was and that was quite
1: exciting you go wow an, an and alias no, <laughs> an alias totally really genuinely all of that do you know what I mean all of that I meant my sci-fi I'm like that you know but it was, it was comic it was, strip yeah totally I really uh-huh. genuinely I was like that wow and it kind of gave me a surprise because I wasn't expecting to be affected emotionally in any way whatsoever I was when, I mean
0: so I wasn't even thinking they yeah. would have another name, right. I, but you just go, and then it's like the meaning that's tied up in the name and yeah, your yeah. identity, and going, Who, who is this person?
1: Yes. Then I all of that because
0: uh, I'm um,
1: suddenly John Scott so you go, Okay, and then you've got a couple other things in the birth certificate as well. And and one of them, so right, I, my, my, me and my mum, the one that raised me, the one that's no longer with us, my my, my mother, she, she was a character. My brother was born. The, the, so there's three of us in the house: hmm? my, my sister, myself, and my brother. My, my brother was born in a, I think it's Lanark. because it William Smiley? Right. The the, the, mm-hmm. the hospital's called William Smiley. It's spelt Smiley. Yes.
0: Right? Remember people at school having that <laughs> right, issue right, with their spelling. Right.
1: right, right okay. Uh-huh. So, uh, but it, but it, but it's it pronounced Smiley, right? Yes. So now. I would suggest look at look at that. You say smiley and the sun it comes in it, it and, it, and, it, and it it conjures up this wonderful, isn't it? Like, yeah. Oh. And you this this like that. And I said to mum, I'm like, where were you born? Where was I born? And she said, oh, you were born in Rotten Row, right? And I I, I I'm like, oh. And you just kind of that became the thing. Every time I you were born in Rotten, that was it. So I I started hairdressing college in Glasgow. Um, at the age of 17, because I'd been to Anne Rogers and Wishaw the, the year before that. So that's where I mm-hmm. came in. And across from the College of Commerce is Rotten Row Hospital. And I phoned up my mum and went, There's a Am hospital she... called Rotten Row.
0: You I... thought she was being
1: up Right, okay, right. So that was it. And she went, I know, I know, son. I thought you were just being rotten to me the whole time. She says, No, son, right. So I just thought, right, okay.
0: So you said. Yeah,
1: okay. Yeah. So I get my birth certificate. No, I wasn't born in fucking Ronald <laughs> <laughs> and she was gone at this point. I'm like, you minx, right. you t-
0: at <laughs> least it was an actual place and she hadn't made but, it
1: up. I know it didn't exist, but she did. She but there, no, I was right? born there, so that was it. So, God, that. Uh, I'm like, so I'm like, so it was all that, but it was, but, but there you are. And the hospital that I was born in doesn't exist anymore, okay. it, it was called a bank house so we're called the park zoos Uh there was a hospital there and it was and it was interesting because then you, you, you like a jigsaw you tried to piece it together so i'm going well I was, I was, I was conceived out of wedlock, uh, and um, and therefore potentially maybe this was a halfway house for pregnant mothers, and that's where they go. You know, because you watch these programs, so you try to go. Yeah, like, that, 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 right? So it just so happens that, and I, I could name her, but I won't. But my client in the salon the next day, she had her son in that hospital and it was a lovely hospital and it wasn't that it was just it was just an offspill of Glasgow hospitals so it was just a normal hospital yeah. but it was an old country house to house and she said the wonderful thing about that was she said when at, at night when the, the you know the baby's lying in the cot beside you you could hear the lions roaring from the the, the zoo and I just thought, isn't that, to a, ex- no. a film? you right, like, right. so, so I've got this conjure, you know, like that. <laughs> but, but but still, it just it gave me it gave me a nice image of, of that. That was lovely, right? So I got my my, my mother's name, uh-huh. which I I won't. No, no, your, right? yeah, yeah. I, no, and I get my my father's name, mm-hmm. which is confirmed to be what I knew it was. Mm-hmm. And I and then I, it was. That was it. I was really happy. I got their age and all like that, yeah, and I was. I'm great. so glad, like right, you know? we're happy happy right. that. And that was it. And I went it's and so it, to hear. And, I, and and I went, and it was it was kind of one of those ones where. Now what? And I got with the excitement. I was all of that, so I think it was about a month later, and I thought, Do you know what? I think I want to open my papers,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: So you have your birth certificate, and with that you contact the registrar in Edinburgh. Okay. Right, and you go and open your adoption papers now. The exciting bit because we went there. The exciting bit of this there's a, there's an envelope that gets sealed on your adoption, mm-hmm. and it, only you can open it up, or in one hundred years, yes. the court can open it up.
0: I I know something about this okay. because I've le- I've left um I've read my name is why by Lem Sese, and he was adopted. Right, okay. and there's It goes into Thank kind you. of detail right. about. His his papers yeah, kind
1: of thing. that's really exciting. You well, know, you know, just to think that no, this is some, this is me, and nobody else can do this in just, my lifetime. Little you, right? My well, life still live. To which I hope I will, 120. Anyway, um so we we, we go to Edinburgh mm-hmm. and we go to the registrar and we go to that. I spoke into my sister and she said, just be careful because when you open the papers, it's of its time. So I was born in nineteen sixty-eight. She was okay. born in, in seventy-two. Mm-hmm. And when she opened hers, one of the things that she discovered that the, the social worker had said, she was a beautiful chocolate coloured baby. And you go well. The language is different, and a couple other things. And because mm-hmm. obviously they do an assessment on your parents, so they're going to talk about you know like yeah. that. And you can see all of that. Anyway, she just said just to be aware. Yeah.
0: And yeah, I yeah, and I go in and,
1: and and we open the papers, and there's nothing, nothing. They didn't even say I was a beautiful baby. I was quite disappointed, regardless of colours. But but still, um, what was what was interesting was that the 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 stories that I had been told. Based on you know because your folks tell you stuff, mm. right? my folks tell yourself mm. the, the the pretty much the evidence that I was being given made sense of the stories that okay, been told. Great. Like, yeah, the yeah. hospital was a bit different. A yeah, couple yeah. of wee different things like that, but more or less, yeah, more or less. Yeah. What I, I, and one of the things was so when when you're fostered and then adopted, prior to the adoption being completed, which takes a period of time, they um they then go back and ask the biological parents, "Do you still want to go?" So they can change their mind at any point at any point it's not until they say uh, that last minute ma- so the result mm-hmm. so they went back and they spoke to the 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 the, the mother's mother okay. which was a that was a weird moment because mm-hmm. that would be my grandmother
0: uh-huh. which
1: i know again and i never like thought past yeah you're brought to into to that and they've uh, got what she said
0: okay wow right
1: and that was it and that was quite interesting so i went oh that's it was almost he could hear a voice also gave me the address where, where it was said and that was interesting, I did we drive by? I won't say where because mm-hmm. then, then I go, Oh, that's another part that's of my thing. I didn't, yeah. But then, well they couldn't find, um, the, my father, uh, yeah. which tied up with the story because I, I went back to Ghana, yeah. they couldn't take me, and I was like, So that was that was cool. Uh, but then, and this was a bit the guy said, So I'm like, we were like, Nikki, my wife, and I were like, Brilliant, fantastic, done. Happy, really happy, really. That was great. I've said, you know, that you watched the program. Oh, I'm so content. Delighted. Everything. And the guy said, do you want to ask anything else? I'm like, no. And he three times he asked, and both myself and my wife went, okay. What do other people ask? So, do you want to know if a uh, if your parents are still alive? Because it's it's register, it's birth, deaths, marriages.
0: Wow. So they
1: can tell you that. My like,
0: goodness.
1: Okay. Right? Wow. All right. Okay. Um. Okay. I suppose. In-
0: had you made an assumption of what you thought?
1: I hadn't thought. Uh, what I would say is, right, if we go back to my, my... my I made a decision that if I decided that I don't want to look up this year and I wait till next year, mm-hmm. and then I don't want to... And then I wait to that day. When I eventually... If I eventually decided to look up and they were gone, then I would live with the consequences of not, You know, suddenly if I wanted to and reach out and then they weren't there, that's my choice because I made the choice and I didn't. Yeah. I didn't just... Not think about it, yeah, so I felt I'm comfortable yeah. at this point in my life. Mm-hmm. So I would remind myself that I made that decision. Mm-hmm. But here I'm suddenly been presented with asking the question. You're like, uh, yep. and uh, I'm like, okay, go. And they went, yep. And again, the stuff that because of, I won't say specifically no. because the stuff, uh, but but basically, he was able to confirm that, uh, yep biological mother was there had remarried I uh, that tied up with the thing that the, the biological grandmother had said by tied up with the knowledge that I had I mm-hmm. uh, and it was all very kind it was all already good and it also then he said so is there anything else we couldn't find the guy so the father so didn't know if he was alive or dead but that was African blah 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 Um, records are different blah 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 I mm-hmm. uh, do you want to know anything else I'm like, no and he's like do you want to okay what do you want to know if you get any siblings and I went, oh, I hadn't really thought about that. I joked about it based on uh, certain things, because if, if you do have siblings in around Scotland and you are actively out dating and socialising... <laughs> yeah. So, that anyway, so we joked... That had been a joke, but there we go. So, I, and, yeah, I have a, a brother and a sister. I, yeah. And I don't know if they know I exist. Yeah. I, but I was given names, and ultimately... Um, with social media uh, I know they exist yeah. I know where they I've, I've seen yeah. and all that and that was good and that was it, that was it. R- closed right however <laughs> right so this is it but it was so I'm, I'm 46 47 done right you know. so then forward wind to maybe and an, um, I'm turning 15 mm-hmm. another one of my midlife crises yeah. and going through all these things and it wasn't specifically me it was we're having a, a laugh with my wife and we did this thing you know when you spit into a tube yeah. and you do your DNA. <gasps> oh, I've never
0: done that yeah. before. Right? Okay. exciting. I
1: highly recommend it. It's really fascinating. <laughs> so the, the, my, my wife is Zambian and Greek, mm-hmm. and uh, and we talked about her, her father had passed away, and there the, were the, the stories about his journey through Brazil and so forth, and we just wondered, you know, if you, he'd always joked about maybe there was other members of the family that she didn't know about, and I thought, let's have a bit. Of a-. So you get two for one, so we both <laughs> spat into the tube, and we did this thing. So you do that, and um, I, I was, I was up north when I, she, she Nikki was somewhere else. I was away in my motor, and I liked in a way. So we were up at the top of Scotland, and my my results came through, and it's fascinating. So I, I'm, I'm not what I said because I thought, right. So I'm, um, I am. Um, oh gosh, now let me kind of guesstimate. I'm seven percent Ghanaian, uh, or maybe seven percent. So I think it's seven percent Nigerian, eleven percent Ghanaian. Benin Togo is twenty two percent. I there's three uh, percent Norwegian and a uh, scottish a bit mm-hmm. uh, irish quite a bit as well something like that and there's your genetic breakdown and they put it on a map and it's kind of fascinating as well but also i'm
0: like seeing you going in your motorhome <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, I love
1: it. yeah i love it i do love that but also on top of which they, they, they also it's like facebook because if you've said you're willing to meet people
0: yes. then
1: all of a sudden you've got all these names of people you're related yes, to yes that's right so what you have to go then think right up until i'm at my late for everyone in my life other than my children mm-hmm. i'm not related to biologically i am through my kids into my wife's side of the family genetically yes, that way yes. but on my side of the family i'm not blood related to anyone that okay. i know yeah such never been an issue to, like again you know nature nurture all mm-hmm. of that i'm i'm very comfortable there's uh my, my, my i've got i've got three sisters i thought sorry two sisters and a brother um two uh, two were born in in bells hill i and then my brother was born out in south america when i was 18 my father that raised me uh-huh. he you know my mum stayed in scotland he went to 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 south america Good. with my kids and my, 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 my kid brother and sisters and kids sisters and brother and they were raised there right Goodness. so that's that's six of us at that point right so, wow. so that, that's what I'm saying and we're all different colours different and it goes into hair texture all of that which is important mm-hmm. to me so that I can service everyone's hair that's the whole other that's thing amazing. but so here we have suddenly a list of people I'm biologically linked to and within less than 24 hours bing and get an, <laughs> uh, I get an email I'm not going to give the person's name but he's a cousin and he reaches out and said hey and when, when we communicated by email he's um the family is we're linked very 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 closely linked on my scottish irish side nice
0: right okay
1: and he's he's a he's a wonderful geek really wonderful geek and he's he's put a lot of effort in. I went from not knowing anything to he's got 1,440 people in my family tree going right back to 1,700. <laughs> oh I've seen pictures of grandparents, great-grandparents. I've got, sto- you know, all of that. And we're able to chat. And I'm like, Fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. Totally. Interestingly enough, and it's mm-hmm. probably not very... <laughs> we met up and he was telling me all this stuff and it was really exciting. It was really nice. And, and I chat. He's in Glasgow, which mm-hmm. was great as well. And it just blew my mind because I'd honestly never really thought past... My immediate family. Yeah, there you, might be you, all these other could things. You
0: just a list of questions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, were <just> like, <laughs> you were like, right. I don't need to know anything.
1: But I did have one question, which is probably wrong, but I did have it because he was telling me all this stuff. And I went, do you know, I won't use his name. Um, let me ask you this. I said, it's not really important, but I'm just curious. All this stuff you said, saying, uh, Catholic or Protestant? <laughs> yeah. Catholic. Right. And... I said to my friend, my wee brother, I said, I feel like Loki from, uh, the, from the Marvel. I was like that. I I, like, I you know, I've was, I, I was, I raised one colour, but yeah. I'm actually born another, you know, like that, in that way. So it's brilliant because, obviously, growing up in Lark Hall in Les you live in a bubble. Yeah. And it's a very specific colour of bubble. You into and asking you, yeah. Yeah.
0: are you one of them? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Turns out <of them. laughs> Which I thought was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Right. So, Okay. So that was great, and it was really good. And I said, and it was really exciting again, because this, this, oh, I was back watching this programme, watching this and all these questions and stuff that I never even thought in my, my wildest dreams I would have this information to me. I just accepted it wouldn't be. I wouldn't know properly my origins. didn't matter to me. I'm happy. But suddenly I do. and I, I know all this thing. But then I realised that if you... I, my wife is, is African, Yeah. From Zambia and I've got friends that are and all of this so if you go out if you if you imagine it in the context of Scotland if you meet someone who is from Britain and you go I'm from Scotland they go what part of Scotland you're from so I used to say I'm Ghanaian and if you meet people from they go oh, what part of Ghana are you from and I would go Ghana because I didn't know you didn't know and at this point when I had all of this information I realized that well, that's only one half of who I am and I had this now had a, a bit of a question mark on that side of it. Now again going back a wee bit to come forward. I had a friend Sam who was Ghanaian, and Sam had always said if you have your if you get your biological name which I didn't have at that point mm-hmm. which I do now you can then go to Ghana and you take me there he said and he would use use my name mm-hmm. and from there we'd be able to find out your tribe and you'd be able to find out the 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 area you come from yeah. you'll get your family yeah. like that, that and I remember him saying that because when I was and I sat one night and I thought do you know what the internet's a very interesting mm-hmm. thing. So I went on and I did a search because I have my family name and uh, and I only found one person that had a similar name and I, I messaged her and I said, Listen, here's the thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It seems random. I know it's a guy contact you, like I said, but I, I I believe because you've got the same name as me, you could answer this question. It's all I want to know is what part of Ghana and what tribe what do, does this name originate from? Maybe you could help me with that. And I, I literally because I'm very impulsive. I did that and forgot all about it. Okay. But four months later, I'm, uh, I ping on my my messenger and a and it came back and said, "Oh, I'm I'm assuming you're adopted. I'm um, I'm apologise. I am i am assuming you are adopted i i am apologize i do not use this very often. And I'm um I would love to try and help you. Can you give me some more information? So I talk about my biological mother because I've got the name biological father. I can tell them where they were uh, um, because. Obviously, I've got this bit of the jigsaw with all the yes. stuff and I gave as much information as I could. Of course. In, in 20 minutes, I went away and I didn't get a response back at all. And I'm like, I was doing something else, something like that. And then, bing, and she went, oh, it appears we have the same father. And I had reached out to a sister. That no way! <laughs> totally. <Don't laughs> I've got the, the, I've got the, the dialogue of that. Mental. Look, I'm totally, I'm going, I'm typing, I'm even typing this going, Fuck! <laughs> Fuck I mean it was, it was all right now I'm going fuck I'm, I, I was actually And it was quite It was quite something Because my wife is in the next room And I couldn't move Because I'm going Fuck <laughs> What the fuck I'm like what That's and, mad And then So So She kept saying What do you want to do no, uh, I don't oh, know I don't know I don't know Right I know And interesting enough You put in a spot And then you go with how you feel And what, mm. what she said How do you What do you want to do And I thought Do you know what I would love to meet
0: you.
1: Mm-hmm. I w- I'm, I'm I'm interested in people, but I would love for... This is purely from my own point of view. I ah. This thing, I, I want to meet you. And I said this, and it's all typing. I, I I want to meet you. I And she she's like, okay. However, I think you should meet him first. Which went, oh. It was all like, right, okay, so he's alive, right? Do you know what I mean? I'm like, wow, okay, this is like that. And then I went, oh. When am I going to get to fucking Ghana? Do you know what I mean? That that was it. So it was all that kinda of going, Oh, is this a kind of all right, okay, see what's happening here, this guy, right, you know? Me, and me. I'm like, Oh, okay, um, so where are you and where is he? And she, and they went, London. And I'm like, I go to London every weekend. I was literally going down to London the next week and I'm going front right. Front. So I'm going fuck. <laughs> so I'm now going, fuck, fuck. Cause this is because like, it was it was like no it's
0: a reality and it right, can happen. It can happen.
1: Just, like, say, right, right, totally right there. It and it was also
0: distance.
1: Yeah, but it was also that way that do I want this, do I not exactly. want this? I know. Yeah. And you wanted to t- touch her. You know, lack. Lack. It's, this is it's I'm, like, I'm I'm very <laughs> impulsive, but this is like really quick. This is like really quick. <laughs> So she said, right, I'll give you his number and his email and you can contact him. And I'm like that, you know. There's no, there's. I remember my sister yeah, saying, "This
0: should be
1: hard work." Yeah, yeah, right. the way I wanted it, but suddenly,
0: suddenly, I'm,
1: well, like, I'm not sure. Yeah. And I'm saying, so I'm typing back because I, I, cause I couldn't even speak to him, I couldn't move. I literally, I'm typing back. I think um if you give me his email, because I'll give me time to compose something, and then I could go, you know, like that. And I'm doing way, like that. <laughs> while, while I'm saying that, she she typed back and saying, actually, because um because he's a pastor, his church probably answered the email, so it's probably better. Take, take his, his so I'm going. as a fucking pastor. <laughs> Somebody's having a laugh. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, okay. So I suddenly I've got a, a, a mobile number in my, this, my, man. this man, right, Victor. And so, so, so this is this is quite fun. So I, you know, and I'm, I, I get like, even emotionally just now thinking about what. So I remember going through it, my wife Oosh. going. <laughs> fuck and just going look 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 look. I'm like look and she's going I'm like I know I know what you're gonna do I said well and so what I did my text I probably could find it somewhere and the text was something like listen okay here we are um I I'm your son I um and I don't want anything from you I don't need anything from you, I don't even need you to reply to this, I just want to say that I'm grateful for what you did for me, I've had a fucking charmed life, I, I've got three kids, uh, a beautiful wife, and I'm really fucking happy, and it's all genuinely sincere, and I'm like that, and I want nothing from you, and that was it, and I, I I worded it, that's the context of it, yeah. and I worded it, and let my wife check over it, it was pretty blunt like that, it really mm-hmm. was, because I, I just, totally I thought, is. you know, and I'm going, and I sent it off, and I didn't hear anything back. And what um, uh, Flossie, my sister, she'd said, listen, you reach out to him and if he's not interested, I still would like to meet up with you, but let's give him a chance to meet you first of all. Okay. And I thought, great. Now, my wife's brilliant. She's a sleuth. So she literally took Flossie's name Nikki had done searching before, mm-hmm. and had actually came to me with pictures of people they might be related to, and I'm like, oh, I'm not interested. When we did all the stuff before, she's yes. really good. Turns out she was quite accurate, and that's the fact. But anyway, uh, that's the, so I'm like that, not, not interested. So anyway, she went in with the, the the stuff and was able to find Flossie on 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 on, on YouTube. Uh, and on YouTube, it was a video of her pitching um, as a Tory MP uh, for the, her part of London. Wow. <laughs>
0: I'm like,
1: fucking <"I'm> like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I, I walked my daughter to school the next day and uh, Maya, and I'm uh-huh. saying to her, I said, Maya, as you're not old enough to properly understand this, I gave her the indication that I've, dis- I've discovered my biological father and I've discovered my biological sister. One's a minister. And one's a a, a, a Tory. <laughs> they're running to a Tory MP. I, I, I said that the language I use, you're too young to understand that, but at some point you'll understand my confusion. I'm really excited meeting them, but meeting them. am I I'm I'm based on who I am, based on my lifestyle choices, based on everything I think and all of that, it's I'm just another thinking, world. Uh, totally. I mean I could accept that I was a Catholic, but a Tory. <laughs> <laughs> oh so it was it was you know we're laughing about you know you make you make assumptions of who you are you base mm-hmm. all of that stuff and here's all this anyway so so that so it it, it goes on so i'm actually i've got as i say i've got a lot of family all over and as it turns out i was down in london mm-hmm. and then um, and I, I, people, maybe, I genuinely, once i dealt with it, forgot all about it. Okay. seems really exciting, but it, it was a moment, and I'm busy. And yes. I literally, I was actually on the train to London, I, and, and it popped into my head. I went, oh, I've not heard back from him. Mm-hmm. Oh, Flossie said. So I messaged her again and said, listen, um, not heard from him. I didn't tell her. I'd never, never put any pressure on never said, I'm in London. No. But I said, listen, I, I can meet you if you want. She said, oh, listen, he's bad with, let me just, check something, I'm meeting him next Friday or something like that, let me just, and then if, if he, if he do, then we will, we will we'll,
0: yeah, you, you, yeah. you and I will
1: meet up, I'm like oh, okay cool, and I promptly forgot about it again I was actually going off to Belgium next and uh, to meet my niece for the first time so uh, one of my sisters, um, the one two of them grew up in South America, one's married to a Frenchman, mm-hmm. lives in Belgium, one's married to an Italian um, li- lives in Naples and uh, so I was going out to see him there with Motum and went out to 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 visit there I had a problem with the car. I remember that because I'd stopped with the AA. And the AA, it was, it was a Friday night, and I'm travelling to Belgium on the... I was Belgium and by the Monday.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I I was waiting for the... You know, you send an email off and you get a receipt back from the AA, and I was waiting for that, and in, in my inbox was this, and it was a Victor Kielsen-Anfu, the name, and it said, my dearest darling son, I've been searching for 50 years. My, my Myself and... Your siblings are really excited about meeting you, and I also went siblings. Gosh. <laughs> so Jeez. so so that was a Friday, and we exchanged two emails over the next couple of days. And uh, but that not just that, I also got a, I got a text from another Victor,
0: mm-hmm.
1: who turns out it's a brother. So that was a bit confusing. And um, uh, a sister called Belle. And it spelt Bell the way my salon's called Bell. And it was, you know, it was just like, it was like, this was, and they're going, I believe we're related, I believe all this. So all this stuff started dropping into my phone. I'm like, what? Okay, cool. So anyway, so I'm, I'm off to Belgium to see my fam, right? And on the on the Monday, um, the old fella says, listen, I, because we're not spoken, I've not mm-hmm. spoken to anyone mm-hmm. yet. This is all by messages. Yes. I." He said, I'm going from a minor operation and I'll be out of contact for a couple of days. I'm like, cool, no worries, I'm like that. So Tuesday morning, I got a text, I'm playing with my niece, we're in Belgium, I'm, I'm playing with my niece on the floor and I got a text through from Belle uh, and she said, can we talk? And I said to my wife, that's ominous. And I'm like, so I phoned it straight away and she's crying. And he went through his operation, came out the other side and she's a doctor and uh, and he's crashed. Uh, something's happened this minor operation was a 12-hour operation as it turns out to remove a huge tumour and, and the oh, surgeon had said you should come now to say goodbye and I'm like
0: oh my word
1: oh dear again I, I hung up and Nicky's like what do you want to do I said uh, well i don't know anyone right you've got to understand this is this is again you're observing this Stran- from a distance strangers These are strangers completely strangers yeah it just seemed a bit random that i, I, I meet me i finally a think you know you know, that kind of that premonition but again one of the reasons that we say premonition so we're in the motorhome we're in uh, we're on our way to uh, disney Paris. that's the plan mm-hmm. two years before when the motorhome in paris we got a phone call and Nikki's dad died uh, so the same same vehicle, same family, same area. We ended up having to go to funeral in Greece, right? So here we are, exactly same time of year, exactly two years, and it's now a biological father that I didn't know existed so it was a bit kind of we we'll are talking about the, the coincidence yeah, just just like yeah. that but anyway took the girls to Disney and that was my thing we yeah. went, went a day early took the girls to Disney and uh, showed Io, the girls the other ones I went Disney for the first time it was a great distraction half eight at night after the fireworks go off got a phone call and say it was another five-hour operation he's critical but he survived and I turned around to Nikki and said listen I want to go She's like, well, I said, i to go, she's like, fine. So we drove from Paris, and so 8.30, at night, by 9 30 next morning, because I had to abandon my farm, um, once I got into the UK, she drove a lot of it, and we got across on the ferry, and ch- everything. And, uh, and I arrived uh, at the hospital. Christabel came to meet me, and she introduced me to the rest of the... Fa- and I met my six siblings, and met my father for the first time in 50 years in a coma and he was in a coma for Stop. the next three weeks uh, but we got to meet my my siblings we got we went out for dinner every night and we talked we got my my, my, my brother that I was raised with mm-hmm. uh, he, he came he joined us because we, we all and we started to show the, the Victor Victor mm-hmm. my mother my, my brother um, they call him Junior
0: okay we had
1: to correct that and if anybody's listening won't we'll make this clear because I'm older than him I was called okay. Junior first so so we've now he's now Junior Junior <laughs> And he lives three miles from me, and has been living in Glasgow for the last fifteen years.
0: That's uh,
1: he, he was next door to one of, uh, or just down a few doors down from one of our very good friends.
0: Wow! My
1: nephew Nathan. Excuse me. You
0: know, wow. Uh, it is right,
1: right. So that's uh, so we've crossed paths. We get mutual friends. We didn't know obviously each other existed. Uh, so that that was quite that's interesting, so much isn't it? To but, like that's a lot, process. but it was good. It's good. It's been in nature and nurture. I'm yeah. discovering. The, the the similarities oh, of things person. people like that and and all, we've all got our stories so there's commonalities and a lot and some not in others um so but th- there was a moment where maya and you've met maya mm-hmm. maya maya was wonderful this is my daughter's um at this point if we go back so she'd be what 11 or 12 and maya had said daddy can i can i come with you he was in a coma in, in this this ward, mm. and she actually, I, 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 we we came into the room, to to see him, and she wanted she wanted to do this, uh, and she was holding my hand, and Nigel, which is another brother, I, uh, who's sitting on the other side of the bed and holding his dad's hand, and it's a it's a vigil, people are talking to him because he's in this this thing, uh, so Nigel announces that um th- this is the Scots back, and this is your granddaughter. And Maya said to me before I could say anything, so this is my and it was thinking I was gonna introduce her as this is my dad, but yeah. she said, This is my granddad, she said. Mm-hmm. And when Nigel said that and uh she said this out loud, he actually moved his head, kind of lifted his head up, turned his his head round, opened his eyes a bit, just the white of his eyes, and his hands came out. and then so nigel will tell you he burst in tears because because they didn't know if his brain function because he wasn't responding to anything so this was so this this was quite a a pivotal moment for for everyone at this point because now they knew that he could hear he this thing did. like that, like that way. Um, so, for speed it on somewhat, which is quite interesting, three three weeks later, mm-hmm. he, he starts to make a recovery, which he wasn't supposed to. What had happened, uh, the, the, it was a stretcher that had burst, and they, so the operation had gone successful, but when it had burst and it had bled inside, they didn't know the the way the the surgeon operated probably wasn't he said he, he wouldn't normally have done that and he, the, 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 what he did it's the only person that's ever survived that he came and did a testimony at the church and um, they're all very religious i'm not mm-hmm. at all but however and some mm-hmm. of the stuff that has happened is actually even if you're not a believer mm-hmm. is quite miraculous in the stages and the steps yeah. that his, his recovery mm-hmm. got to I make lots of jokes about it, uh, about, you know, this time that I, you were, I came to London, I don't know, many times uh, over that three weeks and you were just sleeping. Uh, but we went out and we, because it was a release, we were able to go out and and get to know. Yeah. And it brought the the fact that he, we didn't think he was going to survive. But what he was going through initially allowed us to just cut through all the, the crap and get yes. to the core of what was important, yeah, which was really yeah. useful. Um, well,
0: because such a you know monumental thing had happened to no, him, yeah. and he wakes up and he's
1: see he, he, went, he, went, he, went, he went, they went to sleep with one one grandchild. They woke up and had four grandchild. Um, yeah. The the my brother Nigel had phoned Ghana to say to them, listen, couple of things. Mm. Um, I don't know if he's going to survive. He's in this coma, and um, there's another son, uh-huh. and they went so they. They went. Thank God, we found Scott. So they knew I was always meant that. to go back to Gat. So that fitted the story back into that.
0: It's like a tapestry or something. It's yeah. just like that. All these or like a jigsaw, like yeah. that makes up you. Uh-huh. Like I'm just thinking, like you, your your story is just fascinating. All these jigsaw pieces start to like slot in, and you know, and the, there's things you attach me into. I guess yeah. you said earlier on about some new. Once I've mentioned one thing, you'll see it's like saying oh, I've got a red car, and now you see hundreds of red cars. You, we do, as humans, make these kind of connections that fit our own narrative, but no. also you think sometimes you, that's unavoidable, like the, the universe or yeah. some higher or spiritual, whatever you believe.
1: Right. Well.
0: Surely that's right. not just coincidence or you just wanting to fit the story. Well,
1: well, okay, so let me give you more to it then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not done. <dumb. laughs>
0: listen, I don't even think you are. I, I would not assume anything between oh, right.
1: <laughs> okay, so so I, I you would suggest I'm a bit of a hypochondriac if I told you all the different things I go through with my life, right? But one of the things that was quite interesting for me was that I actually had, um, and I was going, uh, I went to National Health and then eventually went private, I had a sore throat. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's more than that. I mean, if you think about how you feel about your body and you know your body, and what I was saying is I was having trouble with my throat and saying it for about a couple of years, that okay. there was something going on, there was something going on. Mm-hmm. And I, my... One of my uncles, um, he ended up, he was told there was nothing wrong, he ended up in throat cancer. So so I would go into the doctor, so your uncle's got throat cancer, and I'm like, yeah, but that's not relevant. Well, it's very relevant. I'm like, no, because I'm adopted, so I'm not mm-hmm. biological linked to that. So I would say that, and they would go, oh, right. i have said no, but what I was saying is he was telling the doctor, and nobody was taking no, him to, seriously. To know, and it, to, to, to uh, all I, I'm at the point where I, I you keep telling me what it's not, I want to know what it what is, is. right? And I went for cameras and all of that, blah, blah, blah. So... I'm back just by coincidence I've I've I've, I've had an appointment and I, I I go to the doctor again and he goes so so do you have any instances of 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 like cancer or anything uh, you know and, and I thought oh oh well actually I said it just so happens um, my biological father has just come into my life and he's in a coma in london having had a 15 centimeter tumor removed from his throat now to understand that tumor wasn't cancerous he did get cancer removed he had been in a car accident about three years before and and when they were doing the test they found oh, right. the cancer by accident Gosh. removed it but this had been had a wee bit of scar and the scar keeps growing or something like that and this okay. is for the tumour because he kept ignoring it so it got bigger right, and bigger okay, right. okay. so I was able to to go now you'll take me seriously
0: yeah <laughs> yeah
1: so they went and they did and I went and saw the 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 the, the surgeon it was private um I was a referral so I went to okay. so I went to see the and uh and he, I remember him saying to me he said don't worry he said but sometimes ta- tongue cancer can be very difficult to spot so i start laughing i said right here's the thing right i'm a fucking hypochondriac right and the idea that you'd use the c word and tell me not to worry that's a waste of time my friend i I said (laughs) i said i said i'm laughing because it's my biggest fear so don't just like like, let's carry on like you've not said it and and he's laughing with me because i'm going it's my way to deal with it right so Mm -hmm. we have that thing so anyway i go in and i get my tests Mm -hmm. I, it was a Saturday morning, and I get a phone call. and He says, "Scott," he said, I, "I'm phoning you." I said, "Out of hours and out of all of that," he said, "But and I said, and I know it's taken a long time to give you a call, but I wanted to be doubly sure." And I want to start by telling you, you do not have throat cancer, you do not have tongue cancer, you don't have anything like that at all. And I'm like, oh. I said, "Do you know what?" He says, "I know you told me you're a hypochondriac," and he said, and "Is it still sore?" I said, "It's still sore." I said, "But do you know what?" because of you've taken me seriously and listened to me and checked all that i feel so much better i feel really really happy and I, i'm great i said you know what i've got a wee bit of hangover but i'm going back into the shop today and i feel good and he said oh oh, 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 oh. hang on a second <laughs> he said as often as the case he said when you go in looking for one thing he said <laughs> so he said so we've seemed to we've found something else and i'm like uh-huh and he said, "So it appears you've got." A, he said, "No." He said, "I'm not going to tell you not to worry because I know that it's a waste of time." <laughs> he said, "We've found the tumour and it's in your brain and, uh, and blah blah blah." So I remember being a bit dazed, going into this the, the, the salon and uh, and my manager who have been with me 24 years. She's like, and she knows what I'm like. She's like, "So you've got throat cancer?" I said, "No, no, no. I've got a brain tumour And she's laughing. I'm like. No, not really So, and then we went into lockdown so it turns out, it, is, it was a tumour on my pituitary gland. Yeah. And we were monitoring it and through lockdown. It was There was a there was a point, actually there's a funny story, lots of funny stories. but the, So we, we got about three months into lockdown and I was going to hospital and they were mm-hmm. doing, doing blood tests and doing all these sorts of things and getting it all checked out. And it, with the old tests, it confirmed it's not cancer. Okay. It's pressing against my optic nerve, So it mm-hmm. can mean that my eyesight, my, set, my set, get tested every four months and so forth mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. forth. Uh, but the story, the anecdotal one that I like coming from that is, so, you remember how nice the weather was in lockdown? Yes. So we, we we I said I think it's time to talk to my kids. I don't like hiding stuff, so we would sit them and talk to them. So we take them outside into the garden, myself and my wife, and we think this is right. And I said, let's listen. You see, I've been going out a lot because nobody goes out. I've been going out and I've had to go to hospital and so forth. I said, well, I need you to know that and it, I've I've got a, a growth it's a tumor, but it's not cancer and it's nothing to worry about. And and let me tell you more about it. So i just feel like that. And Maya's sitting there listening. You've got Bailey sitting there and the youngest one. I said, so basically it's um, it's pressing against my optic nerve and it, it can make you go blind and it can affect this, that can affect that and all of these things. But we're going to monitor it. And maybe because the guy said it has been there a long time, it might not be grown anymore and might be okay and therefore and even at that he's assured me he can get rid of it and he can get it removed and all of that mm-hmm. and uh and i, and I did it, all this and i'm looking at them and i'm going right have you got any questions and my middle child said something and nikki um and, and maya got, got quite upset no no and I'm going oh, and i'm like that listen i say everyone has got their own way of dealing with this and any question you've got to I'm like Bailey just ignore them I know we're all upset I'm cool with it mm-hmm. just ask That's the question cool. again let me hear what you had to say she said dad she said you were telling me that you might go blind and I'm like yeah but you said it's not going to happen I'm like darling I can assure you it will not happen she said I know I was so excited thinking we're going to get a guide dog I mean, you know how much I want a dog so she <laughs> That's like. Can I just say I did. have the mouth of right, right. I did. I did swear at her. I did. Fuck like, you. That was all. She said, yeah. I was getting so excited. You've gone blind. I thought you know I want a dog. You know how important it is. So anyway. So that was us. I'm like, no, thanks. And it put it in context as well. And I love it. I. I. It was great. It's like out the mouth of for
0: sure.
1: Uh, so, um, on the sixth of December. Um, I think a month before that, my test proved it was still growing, and I had it removed. I, and that that completes part of my journey in, into where I'm at now because they went up my nose. In fact, the guy, the surgeon, said, "Listen, I um, don't worry. We don't have to go through your skull. We'll just go up your nose." So for uh, I was off work for four months. Uh-huh. I um, and it, it was it was interesting because it affects your hormones. So so com- I was completely. I I, I was. Uh, panic attacks. I was crying. Uh, I was doing my mindfulness practice. I was doing all of that, and I, I was talking about what I do now. To my in fact, that was that was an interesting moment when I was be, just before the operation. When I went in to speak to the nurses, I said I've been doing a lot of research, and I have been doing it for several years now to do with the benefits of psilocybin, which is a magic mushroom, mm-hmm. and its benefits of growth and helping to manage with the brain and so forth. So I'm just asking, after my surgery, how soon after that can I start using uh, magic mushrooms to to treat my <laughs> And <laughs> nurse just started laughing. She like, y- you you know I can't answer that. You know I work for the National Health Service. But said and done, a it's been a it was a fascinating. And again, going back to that observing, I, I was I was crying in a way that I've never. I was panic attacks and sweats and all that i was getting hormone replacement so a lot of my clients now the 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 laugh because of my age of some of my clients I, i've now had a, an opportunity to
0: experience
1: but but it's also in fact it was interesting because I, I i try and coach and i try and help support my staff i came in and when i was able to uh, many months later apologize for me trying to support them because you know, when I was saying to them before, do you know what? I know you're having a really hard time. Just that. I've I been mean, coming from a genuine place, sincere place, and all that. Mm. But maybe because I, I practice mindfulness and I do this and mm-hmm. eat healthier and so forth, and a, and maybe if you do this, this will help you through this trauma you've got going on in your life. And if somebody tried to say that to me, well, my hormones were out there. I would have. I Love uh, oh no! And I've literally, I would. I had a lot of instances of going. Oh, you that, you showed That's amazing great. constraint based on that. I apologize, I'm a fucking arsehole I had no idea how insensitive I, but I thought I was being. You thought you were
0: really helped. Yeah, and you need that, A
1: genuine place of good. Yeah, but, genuine, yeah, so. sort of. I, yeah. um, <laughs> like, oh you get? How did you? Because like that. So, but it's been interesting. So this has also helped me again. Just um, you talk about life experience and what it prepares you for and how it is so yeah. so that is kind of taking a bit about uh say that i'm
0: saying huge things huge things to happen in quite a short period oh yeah 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 yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah all around that, that oh yeah yeah it's, been... and it, it's interesting because you were saying like you had no questions you, you you didn't grow up having all these questions and uncertainty about who you were but then it, learning who you were was quite instrumental in you getting then diagnosed because they took you seriously as soon as there's, you knew. Um,
1: there's so many overlaps. Uh-huh. There's so many parts of everything that's important to me. Emotionally, I wasn't empty,
0: mm-hmm. but I'm
1: more complete.
0: That's lovely.
1: You know, it's just that thing didn't feel, but suddenly there's there's... There There's was more some...
0: space there for more, I, yeah. like that abundance of, like, yeah, you know, to fun. have more in your life, even when you feel that fulfillment, that yeah. there was, yeah, just
1: there was the something gift, else the gift there. Thanksgiving that, it's, it's fascinating. That's it really, really is fascinating. It's great getting to know all the people and share it with all the people that i care about as well so uh-huh. so we're not we've, we've added we've grown so everybody's met and yeah. and as, as some of the other siblings saying that there's no guarantee that we would all go on this but, is but, true but, yeah
0: that's the thing uh-huh.
1: but we do, but do and we're finding things i'm sure i do right. the head and with a lot of stuff which is fine um I, my, my 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 father believes that that god has brought me into his life to, to run the church I Ooh. oh, uh, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I've been. Uh, we were laughing. I, no, it's not funny, but we went down to the, the to a cousin had passed away and i never met, met her. Uh, really sad actually, really sad. And uh, but we're sitting at the front church, and the, 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 the father's only one of the ministers out there. There's higher head ones and okay. that. there's a big so he's big... still
0: practicing. He's still,
1: oh, he yeah. uh, he, he come the, 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 on on the mark, So, the, the, the if we think October. Is when it all hit the fan again coincidence because it was one of my brother's birthdays mm-hmm. the, the one i grew up with so i know the date of okay, that yeah. so the january he was well enough to get out of hospital mm-hmm. so from october to january so get out in fact i've got a gosh. lovely video i can maybe show you after this uh, my sister brought him up to scotland and surprised me
0: Aww. he walked into
1: the salon right
0: gosh
1: uh, his voice has completely changed because he was did a deep-spoken uh, preacher. Now um, he's got a a a, 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 a much lighter, tighter uh-huh. yeah. voice that doesn't have the same dominance that he mm-hmm. used to have. But uh, but I say, but it's a gift. You're alive, and you weren't supposed be. to be here. So he did. He did. uh, uh was a, a a Thanksgiving in his church in early March um and that was his first sermon his surgeon was there and a lot of us came from scotland and we all come down to his church so that was about the third of march to celebrate and we got covid oh no and again and i point out to him there's another reason you shouldn't go to church (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah because it's really it's bringing me a lot of happiness literally because then the, the, the 20 days later the whole uk went into lockdown yeah. Right. Of course, so, right. so we we were trapped in this wee sweaty church. But you I mean yeah. if you think back, it was happening elsewhere. Yeah. yeah it wasn't kind of real yet. Yeah, it was. wasn't. Yeah, yeah. So you know, yeah. and and, and, and uh, yeah. But that was like that was like yeah. So yeah, so, so, so then yeah. But then like I say, I just met yeah. my family, and then we went into lockdown for two years. So we we're contacting on Zoom and so <laughs> forth. So we had all this time to sit and process all of that. Yeah. But while we're processing that, they didn't really know I'm dealing with this tumour. I mean, even at that point. <laughs> hadn't been confirmed it wasn't cancer as well. So it was all of this stuff which also puts an interesting perspective on things. Suddenly there's a lot of stuff that just doesn't matter. I think one of the gifts I I have was I I still laugh about the the, the possibility of you coming to me Mm -hmm. to talk to me about your hair and in the back of my head, I might have a brain tumor with cancer, and you, you're complaining about your fringe. I'm very <laughs> verbal and very vocal. I'm saying that was a gift. I didn't have to deal with that. I didn't have to be rude to you because my head wasn't in the right place. So I was able to spend time with the people that were most important to me mm-hmm. and no other distractions, nothing else. Yeah. So every moment was a gift. And I, I was able to value that. I really, really was. And I didn't, I genuinely, it really didn't sit no pun intended in front or in the back of my head anywhere yeah. i literally was able to meditate and enjoy because nothing had changed mm-hmm. i'd just been given this information but physically but no, I was, it's, nothing it's, was happening uh-huh. so the only time that i would get a wee bit uptight was when i was going to the 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 hospital, the hospital to get hospital. the tests yeah. and ultimately the healing part of it the, the most difficult part of that was an actual fact my wife had pointed out to me Um, i was all my hormones returned back after um, eight weeks and I come off the medication which was amazing mm. my my eyesight returned back after I just by coincidence had a, an eyesight test so I got one and then four months later my eyesight improved right back to <laughs> not not age-wise but everything else like that. I've got that <laughs> part going on but 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 that so and but I didn't feel right and Nikki had, had made me read this article and it's very very common for as positive as I am and for as light as that, mm. PTSD trauma and I had to accept and it really, really struggled that that I was actually human like everybody else, mm-hmm. and not you know not beyond that. Yeah. Once I had acceptance in that, then I was able to practice getting better. I did, I did take myself away from stressful situations. Practice mindfulness, which I do. I, I, yeah, a
0: lot. A lot's happened to yeah,
1: you. Yeah, but process it and accept. Uh-huh. That, yeah, as much as I, I I believed everything would work out okay, I guess somewhere mm-hmm. you, you they keep telling you you could lose your eyesight, you could lose this, this could happen, all of these things could yeah. happen. And until and they it keep happens repeating...
0: to you, until that's the information about you, you can't fully, yeah. you know, you can sympathise with somebody, somebody sitting in your chair telling you their story, but mm. at the end of the day, until you are the person who they're saying you might lose your eyesight, you might then you can't fully understand until it's you.
1: I really, and it it was, I put put a lot of things in perspective and help you to better understand maybe somebody else's plight, as you're saying, of course.
0: Because I feel like you're like superhuman now because you're like armed with all this knowledge and understanding and the process that you've been through, like finding that, who you are and th- not the other part of your story and then your health and come through that. Like it feels like you're now armed with all this, like
1: just, in, I'm grateful for a lot of things that, that I was always grateful for, but you of, I genuinely am grateful now because I just like, you know, at one point before I got the, 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 the test to confirm it, what if i can't drive i love my motorhome Uh what if i can't escape i've been traveling a lot because
0: these are the things you yeah it points take for granted that we can just do these things i
1: don't take any well i do take things for granted i'm sure i do but there's a lot i don't know Mm. because i thought it might be taken away from me so now i'm grateful for the the, you know the opportunity i say yes to a lot of things i end up in some very interesting places yeah (laughs)
0: that's why you're yeah, here because totally. you say yes uh, yeah and i love that and i massively appreciate it. and just in this moment like the fact that you've shared your story with me regardless of the fact there's a podcast like yeah. i'm just really appreciative like thank you for like spending this time and talking to me like i find you fascinating and i'm i'm i just feel really blessed to know your story like yeah. i genuinely do like i, well, I
1: clearly like to talk
0: <laughs> no, but <it's, laughs>
1: no but i do but you're
0: I'm... you're i mean you're an amazing storyteller but when it comes from the the yeah. person do you, I mean? like you could be telling somebody else yeah. the fact that it comes from you yeah. and it's your passion and it's your story to tell like and it's the way you tell it i think that's why i wanted it to be a podcast yeah. because nobody can tell there's amazing storytellers in the world mm. that absolutely is I, I work with actors all the yeah. time but i think there's something really really special when it's the person who's telling their own story
1: well yeah i, I and i I say i love to listen one of the things i i've also find isn't it, for me when you're talking and having a conversation with people as well and you get another perspective and I, I want to be continually open to grow and learn mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's the that,
0: I understand that about you that's the vibe I got from you, even yeah. just from your the Instagram videos and stuff like and you know about the um the Curl Collective mm. that you're part of and that you're for, you know, you're forging ahead with all that. Yeah. And like education seems like a big thing in your life. It's, yeah,
1: because it's, it's my growth. Yeah. You know, and...
0: You don't stop learning when you yeah, get to well, a certain well, age. Yeah,
1: well, that's it. It's ultimately my, my, my... The, the, the pastor, and my father, he was saying, why are you training? I thought you were I'm, that. And I'm like... You're always Yeah, learn. always learn. And, and it's not that I'm, I'm listening, I'm watching. Mm. It might be a nuanced thing that I'm picking up on. It might be a reminder. I forget so much stuff. I really do and so see, sometimes it's sometimes sort of refresh of course you know and um, my, my industry is very in- interesting as far as everything tends to seem very cyclical and so far as you know it's back in fashion it's back in fashion mm-hmm. but within the, the area that, that I seem very interested in it doesn't seem to you know this is kind of a lot of it is very much firsts there's a lot of people recognising it all at the same time but I, I find that within the, the, the specific area of, of hairdressing that I'm interested in mm-hmm. it's seems that everyone is aware or interested and it's not everyone but it's enough people mm-hmm. that have got the same drive and same passion and that's where the, the collective thing has came about and this is so nuanced there's so many different areas mm-hmm. my um I'm working from my lived experience uh-huh. and trying to look after that part. And there's other people uh, within the collective, they've got their part. And uh, like you said, a jigsaw. Yeah. And through that, we'll hopefully we don't miss anyone. And there's other people coming in from it. And hopefully, you know, again, it's changed. My, my hair texture has been brought into the curriculum, it's gonna be more there. What we're doing is working with, um, even last week I've got lots of um people of, of mixed race, mixed heritage that are, one woman was apologizing her daughter is eight and she feels she's neglected her daughter. I'm like, you have not, you're here and you're looking after your daughter. You know that you've got that knowledge, and your daughter now will go forward with that, yeah. and your daughter's daughter won't have that. Of so course. we're breaking that that there. Yeah, that's and, But so it's cool. not, you know, but it's not just on colour. But my interest I no. find now is that, and one of the other parts of the theatre, you know, we had um, a couple of uh, of of uh, um, actors was and in, in scene with it, and we were working with their here, but there's been several now, and again of colour, just sorting out what's going on mm-hmm. in the theatre industry back down in London as well. The guys down there will take care of that. But up in Scotland, Scotland that's important to me you know my, my daughter's getting into it my wife's through it round about it and 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 I grew up round about it so the theatre and hair and all of that is is and I get to go to the I told you I'm entourage I get I mean tomorrow night I'm in Liverpool at a press night oh, nice yeah, yeah we'll get down for that and it, it's just it's it's not a chore I'm loving it Do you know what I, mean? it's, it's I don't great. know how you
0: managed to fit it all in like it seems like You've got so many passions and so many interests and so mm. much like zest for life. Like, have you invented an eighth day of the week that we don't know about? <laughs> well,
1: do you know, so let's go back. I was obsessed. Even when I was younger, go back to the 90s or even the early 80s into the 90s. I used to grudge sleep, really grudge sleep. Had it worked out that if you live till you're 70, but you sleep for 12 hours a day, you've only been awake for 35 hours. And that, 35 years sorry so that's so I'm going, so so if i could if i could do if i
0: could
1: if i could, if I could do if i could five right? so if I could if i could sleep for six hours uh-huh. and you sleep for 12 i get 17 and a half years of living more than you more than you however I, if and I'm studying it. If you look at the the REM and then the sleep and the dreams, because you do power nap. I had it down to I could survive on four hours okay. and uh, and do a power nap during the day. So I was squeezing another way, but I don't live like that now. Okay. I couldn't live like that now. <laughs> I was obsessed the- and I was compulsive and I was probably a, a proper fruitcake as well. <laughs> you know, I'm not living. I'm just like <laughs> existing and no more. So I do sleep. Instagram is is not real. It's really, really, really not real. It was just, I had a lovely time in New York and in New York, every day, I would put one day off and one day on I was on the reel and I'd do stuff. Mm. I, and I was, when I was filming the stuff that I was filming, I was walking and I was mindfully walking. Mm. I was spending time with myself. I was going back Different. there and meditating. I was tasting food. I was meeting, I've, I've met up with friends that I haven't seen in 15 years and I'm going break, cause it's about meeting people and mm-hmm. breaking bread with them.
0: You are a yes person.
1: Yeah.
0: You, you obviously say
1: yes to not things. To, not to everything, my 15 year old will tell you that. It's my daughter, so she's going to be like me. And she's a combination of me and my wife. So she's going to be like that. And
0: and do you, is your wife, so is she your yin to your yang? Do you think? that she? Oh, 100%. Is she really? <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah, 110%. So yeah. she's not impulsive or as, as impulsive as you? No, nope, she's not the even. Sensible maybe, one of the not even
1: maybe. She's very creative, as you know. She's very yes. talented, as you know. And she's definitely the yin to my yang. Uh, I'm very lucky to have somebody that will put up with all of this sure,
0: energy, and yeah. In things, uh, sure.
1: You know, and, and you need, to, uh, yeah, definitely. And that 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 that's you know the parenting thing as well. You get mm-hmm, someone mm-hmm. to. I'm, I'm I I I am possibly very very strict. I believe it or not, you know, when it comes to theatre, because I've got very strong views on certain things.
0: Well, you've been and seen the world, so you.
1: But, but some some of it is implanted from from you know it's it's conditioned and it's only when you've you're, somebody challenges like my wife to go why are you doing that why are you saying that and you go yeah why oh, am i saying yeah, that why because...
0: am i doing that yeah yeah, yeah.
1: In, in 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 texas when i was there i chose to do food therapy oh fascinating absolutely fascinating okay. because um in a sense the brand took us down a thousand dollars a night which was wonderful despoiled spoiled us we're on a retreat and uh, and you get these things and i saw this thing and, and you actually sit down with a, a, a therapist. therapist it's not just a coach and um, we talk about your relationship to food and, oh, and God. It, but, but it's fascinating <laughs> i don't know if i would
0: be ready for that
1: <laughs> but, but, you, but she questioned me and challenged me and all uh-huh. the things and it's stuff like you know think about this going back to my mum right finish your food Mm -hmm. there's kids starving in africa right right and you go and why scott do you think eating your food was helping the kids in africa Right enough.
0: <laughs> right,
1: do you know? And she's saying so. She, and she explained well. If you eat it or don't eat it, the food's going to waste. Because even if you eat it, it's still, yeah. it's still waste. It's still waste. It's still all of that. Yeah. So, and if you're not hungry, and it was about mm. relationship to, oh no, it was all the guilt. There's no yeah. such thing as good food and bad food. That's true. There's, there's, That's really there's nutritious true. and unnutritious. But we true. don't only eat. For nutrition, nutrition. sometimes how we, we feel, yeah, yeah. and it was like, and we sat and Rotally we talked. Attached it. To yeah, and we uh, talked about, yeah. it and it was brilliant. And at the end of it, I said, "This doesn't get anything to do with food." She's like, "Nope, it's about our attitude towards yeah. everything." Uh-huh. You know, and you...
0: in nostalgia, I mean, you talk about foods that you ate when you were younger. I mean, I quite often ask in the podcast, mm. like, "What was your favorite dinner growing up?" Mm. Like, because it's stories in it. It's, mm. it's, ta- it's, it's, the, it's the stories emotion. we're told. It's the stories we tell ourselves. Yeah. it's the stories that we're yet to write the mm-hmm. stories that are half written every time i do this i'm like you know i'm learning this is mm-hmm. like a total education mm-hmm. but you're is that that kind of self-reflection of like you were saying about parents not you think your parents had it all sus and mm-hmm. you actually learned it <laughs> nobody's got a clue I, I guess when you become an adult you become a parent, parent as well yeah you that, 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 like that's, it, I've got so much to so, so 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 apologize learning. to my mom
1: about you know she's not alive anymore but i'm like okay and it's also that when you hear the, the words in your mouth is an, also an interesting thing yeah. as well isn't it That's a, 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 I,
0: I just I'm really impressed by you because you seem like somebody who does say yes to things that excites them but also that scares them too mm. like you have endless responsibilities you run a very successful business with you know staff like have done for years you've got a family you you know you've got kids to look after but it seems like you're still on your own adventure i think that's what's it's, impressive it's, as well Really, like, you haven't
1: really, let that i argue, argue with one of my friends and I, I do it i think it's 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 somewhat selfish i think in some respects i just i watch people that, that sacrifice everything for their kids and i find that I th- my attitude towards some of it is that you're actually robbing them of living their own lives and, and making their own mistakes. And you're trying to protect them, but some of it, I keep going some back to... Some just of it's going to happen. No, yeah. but some of it is the best things. It shapes mm-hmm. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you yeah, need to... Can't you can't avoid know, it. I want to try and avoid... Of course. You know, nah. you, you, you put them to in and you be like that. that. But, but we kind of need to do some just of that nonsense, you know, yeah. some of it. Yeah. You know, you go back to some of the naughtiest things you ever did, made you who you are. And actually, whether we smile grin on your face it's actually it was fun it was naughty but it was fun whatever that was yeah. and so you try and allow and I think I was saying to people a lot recently I, I don't in my opinion in my experience what I felt was that you were led to believe that yeah, do you know what put up with all this crap just now and later on then the fun happens and, and <laughs> like, you know and, and the, the the childhood was your, your most and all of that all of uh-huh. that stuff was the fun bit mm. once you get into the mortgages and no, yeah, all wait, of that I'm right, 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 you know <laughs> so so the idea that you, you 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 stress yourself out through exams and through education mm. to have a really really shitty time through that thinking there's a payoff at the end of it that, that's not true and i think mm. we've got to find that you know it's, you're a, trying, balance,
0: isn't it? it's a balance isn't now it i work with young people assignment and i can see the stress of exams and stuff and it, it, it's as easy as an adult to be like, oh, it doesn't really matter, or just do your best. Mm. But I genuinely mean that when I'm saying to mm. them, like, you can only do your best. Mm. It's not going to be the be all and end all. It's one day, it's one exam. Like, Well, that's it. It's know, not
1: It's a snapshot. It's, it's not, not a... saying
0: don't try and yeah. don't bother. Also, it's it's you know context. one box, and it's, not it's, everybody fits in well, there. Well, it does. <laughs> it, <that's laughs> it, that's
1: it. and it, is, it does, does. seem to be in many cases only one one way of doing it. Mm. And you know, you'll know, and I certainly experienced that. There's so many jobs and possibilities in life that were never, you know, the, the, you know. I'm I'm going. How did you get into that? Nobody uh-huh. told me about that in my career. Yeah, game.
0: Nobody, that's that, a job. That's a, uh-huh. you, uh,
1: yeah, and you go and so it is get an education so it keeps your options open of course but do what you love
0: absolutely and that's what I think to me you know what you present as like you have got a passion for your career and your job and that you know your business but that's not just that doesn't make the whole you there's so many you know you come in the door and we're talking about music like Mm. you've got so many strings to your bow Mm. who makes you there's so many aspects to your life and I think I'm not a parent so Mm. I can only understand from working with kids Mm. but I'm like Surely that's an education for your young people to be like, go and live your life. Good. Put yourself in, out of your comfort zone, try new things, always try and learn, like say yes to stuff if you're interested in it, it might not become a thing it. It, might.
1: it, it, t- it, t- it takes it off the list, Aye. you know, you don't you sit know. and regret going to wonder what that's like, totally. you know, really? uh, and, and then bits of the people you meet as well. So by going into that, it might not be that, but you might meet that that connects to this that connects to that i mean i you're... mean the
0: connections that you've made uh, you know just in this discussion all mm. the things that happened to you mm. because you were curious you know that mm. that question and that nosiness that <laughs> yes, <you had. laughs> yeah that. <Why laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. i mean that's such a positive like yeah. that there's nothing bad can come from that that's amazing i'm glad that i know you know yes because i'm excited what's going to happen next because there's going to be something exciting
1: i hope so I'm it's not excited. going to be it's <laughs> definitely
0: going to be humdrum mundane yeah.
1: well i'm enjoying i'm enjoying watching your journey as well oh, so thank you, you think, yeah.
0: listen this has been a total yeah. pleasure yeah
1: so well thank you i
0: massively appreciate that today but before i let you run away from bell Cell, um, you used the word service someone's here so i'm interested in who's here would you wish to service and it could be someone from the past it could be someone from present day who's oh. here would you like to service
1: yeah yeah that that's that a very interesting one uh, yeah um, gosh we we went we went we went to a, a gig uh, recently the young fathers and on stage, I don't know their names. My wife does. I, she she introduced me to the music. And the, the guys are from Leith. The girls are from Leith. I believe I don't know if they're from Leith, but they're they originate in the band mm-hmm. there. And I look at all the different um, hair textures. There's a big afro. Uh, the guy's got a, a cracking afro. Uh, uh, and another guy with do dreads. I had dreads for twenty years. So I see all of that. And the the, the 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 I don't even know the guy's name, mm-hmm. but he's got this head of hair
0: uh-huh.
1: that I, I you know i'm there Put to listen to music <laughs> yes totally like, totally <laughs> and no, no but actually funny enough it's really not i don't want to change it okay it wears it really really well but oh, i yes. do want to get my hands on it
0: well fair enough right? Yeah it's
1: funny it's not like i think oh i'd cut it or, i'd do something different like that but oh, yeah that's want... that was i was watching that whole gig listening to music just thinking they're fucking awesome and i can highly recommend they have been around for mm-hmm. 20 years new to me mm-hmm. um but that, that's funny, I'm perving out going, I'd love to. So that, just when you say that, it's kind of, yeah. you know. The, the,
0: well,
1: you put it in the Yeah, I love how, well, it's, they're Scottish. But yeah, but it is, it's It's. interesting like that. Um, but every, everyone that comes in, it's a, it is, I enjoy it. When they come in with a story, when mm-hmm. I'm helping people that don't understand their hair, I find that very, very satisfying. And as I say, for me personally at the moment, it is really to do with what, I wasn't able to experience, mm. and have the knowledge to help people understand their hair yeah, at yeah, that yeah. level now, and it, it, it connects into my 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 color, my ethnicity, but also growing up in in our culture. Yeah, all, got, you know, the, 100%. The, you know, yeah, I could go off in on one, but I I you know I grew up obviously, and I didn't realize how bigoted my upbringing had been until I moved to somewhere else. And discovered uh, some of the language was inappropriate, and uh, I, 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 people that I didn't know based on choices that I didn't know. I was told to think of them in a certain way, and you realise, gosh! And it's about feeling you, 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 you want to belong, so you go along with that, and it helps yeah. me better understand some of the nonsense you see happening in other places in the world. Of course, yeah. If I can, I can call it out. If I can yeah. find my voice and call it out and support uh, and help people better understand and I, and I find that through hair mm. I can start that conversation and I didn't realize that you know because it's a, it's a safe place to start
0: absolutely you know
1: it's a, it's a safe space yeah. to start yeah. but it gets into some of
0: other people I think as well do you, I mean you always feel better when you've had your hair done yeah. do you mean like in someone and especially if it's with someone who has yeah. taken that care and attention to know what you need and what you want and listen to you and, and, sh- and then have that that experience of sharing your story. You're, you're, or,
1: you're, you're learning as well. I mean, you, 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 know? you said Ukraine. I had a lady in from Ukraine. Um, and it was interesting because when she said she, Ukraine, I just assumed, oh, no, she's from Ukraine originally. And it must be horrific for her to watch what's happening to her country. But it turns out she's she's actually just came over okay and they yeah. and it was interesting i said well here i don't know anything about it in fact do you know what even when i was in san francisco i met somebody from palestine i met someone from somewhere else and i said do you know i i don't know mm-hmm. i gotta admit i only know what i've seen on the spreadsheets yeah. <laughs> i've only known that
0: yeah tell me yeah
1: tell me please if you if you want please tell me your yeah, story and again and i'm learning it to give you a kind of slightly different view than mm-hmm. what's what we've been told to think well
0: this is it yeah yeah
1: absolutely anyway i go off on one
0: (laughs) can i ask what is the origin of the name of your salon because you did allude to earlier on and you were like okay cool bell your sister and right okay cool
1: so no no that right let's put that to one side that was just because i'm interested that's coincidence right okay
0: so my
1: my my, my, talking about my mother my mother's brilliant right she's gone but she's brilliant she used to say oh you know right and she'd go oh you know and that would be a response. I asked my mum, I said, mum, do you have any... You, you, I, 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 my name was John Scott Cooper, right? Her name was uh, Marion Cooper. Marion Mitchell was her maiden name. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mum, do you have a middle name? Because my brother's got a middle name, a mm-hmm. first name, all of that. She's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, okay. So when she died, I got her, her death certificate, and then I got her birth certificate, all of that. And her name was Marion Blackley Cooper. And I if she was alive, I went... And she'd go, Oh, you know. I don't know. I would say, No, I don't know. That's not an answer. You, 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 <laughs> looked, you looked me in the eye and you I, I you lied to me. But uh but that is a so, bl- reason. Right. So Blackley is my mother's middle name and my father, um John, the the, the family name is Belle. And then we put a, oh, we put yeah. an E on it to make it yes. feminine. So we give it more feminine yeah, touch, so Blackley. Bell and blacklet So it's so my father's middle name and my mother's middle name. Oh, and good. that's where I arrived at, so it's a family thing.
0: And I particularly enjoy the name because it's a baby. Mm. and I am the brawn the brave, and oh. I have a real love for alliteration. So um, can I ask you, what is your favourite Scots word or phrase? <laughs> oh, oh,
1: oh. All right. so this is, uh, 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 do you know, it's interesting, because my wife isn't from, from here, although interestingly enough, if you go back, her great grandfather was Scottish, okay. and there's a whole story there. That's that's fascinating. It's not, it's you know, um, Dixon. I think was a family name, mm-hmm. and they, they, they. You go back to Rhodesia. Point being is, and my wife went to private boarding school in Oxford, and so when, 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 <laughs> and I'm using, I'll use phrases and say things. She'll, she'll you're, you're making that up. I, and and when you're asking me that, I'm trying to think of anything I said recently that she, she what was the, the what, she, what was the one that she went what what, what she like she used it and uh, because she was she, the way she corrects her English or corrects my English sometimes as well so doesn't very often <laughs> uh, she she went peely wally and I'm like and I'm like it's not peely wally it's peely wally like, that doesn't make sense and I'm like she's like what does peely mean. And so that that was one. But she goes, what was the girl saying the other day? She's like that. I'm like, oh, she's a chick. That. that is murder police." <laughs> I love that and, uh, one. And <laughs> uh, she goes, what does that mean? And I'm like that, Murder I can visualise it. But <laughs> again, so I've funny. never, it's only because she, you, you'll say it and then she'll question. Uh-huh. And you go, she's completely confused when I'm saying that I'm, I'm going for the messages.
0: Oh, yes. Uh-huh. And
1: she's going. But what message i'm like that that's the message what do you, mean? you know and it's that kind of stuff that we just, just go with like. yeah i would say that but that, that, that murder police we were we were all <laughs> gonna laugh at that the other day then the, the, the. she actually even asked my brother who's up you know obviously he grew up in less mega as well she's like what,
0: what does, does that mean
1: and he went on to go
0: they they, so I, it's know, like it- um thingy comes up quite a lot in the podcast when asked this question uh like and people say like what but- what does it mean? Mm. And you're like, I don't know, you just need to like
1: show a picture of there's, somebody being oh, like it. <laughs> oh, do, do, do you know? I don't know. I, 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 the, the one that came up, somebody else said something and they, and it was, it was it Us? Oh, yes. Right, uh-huh. right. And you go, and, and, and yeah. And if I saw course, all my jumper's on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go, <laughs> and again, it's Nicky's like, what are you talking about? But there was, yeah, there's, thing, there's things like that growing up. It's again, going back to my mum, so you can blame my mum for that. I, embarrassing t- times when you realise that we weren't allowed to use mum, the bad word was belly. Oh, well, were you not? No. no. So somebody said belly in the house, sort belly bank. No, we called it and I just assumed everybody else called it. And it was only at high school, I think I said, it, or late in primary school when you call it your tummy door yeah that's fine but not when you're a teenager <laughs> you realize it that you're like that you know that's not good it's stuff like that man like that and should your challenger should go oh you know i'm like no you know <laughs> can't say belly i'm like oh I better not say this <laughs> so, right right yeah right, but not not when you're not not, No, no, lot well, that yeah. but that's so so interestingly enough did you see the oh, i'm not gonna get his name i'm terrible with names Scottish comedian. um So he did one of his uh, episodes on TV uh-huh. was to do with l- language. Yes, and it was on, and they said we've got three, we've got three languages in Scotland, and it was English, English Gaelic, mm, and Scots. Scots. Yeah. Now I saw this lesson a year ago, mm. and that was when I suddenly realised that we weren't yeah. speaking slang. Yeah, no,
0: it's a, it's it a is, language.
1: It's a language. It isn't a language and again going back to my mum if i challenged her on that she would we well, go no don't know. and i'm like no i didn't i am literally i'm a 53 year old man and i didn't just know learned, I, I just I'm, thought mostly, I'm, I'm bilingual yes I've, finally i think but 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 just you go and that, that's the stuff that, that that's the stuff that really bothers me mm.
0: that that that, know, yeah
1: that it was i that we've been led yes,
0: to... it's still misunderstood i think and a lot of people still will say oh you're speaking slang and you're like no, no, but, it's but,
1: but, yeah, but, but all of that 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 because we're conditioned to believe somehow we're inferior <laughs> we're conditioned to believe and it's all of that you know and it, it, it's and and that that's the the yeah all you know and that's why i say we could get it's into it's
0: like taking it on board now and celebrating it and i mean and keeping it alive yes. because if we don't use it it'll go do you know what i mean like so it's important to keep these things live like mm. and i'm not an expert in scots by no. any amount of means but i think it's important for people to express themselves in the way that they want to and i think that's coming back around to the idea of the podcast is that nobody can tell your story like you do because mm. it's yours do you know what i mean and mm. that's the joy that i get from sitting listening to somebody like yourself like just oh, and it's a window into your mm. world Quite clearly, it's one window. <laughs> set of, this is a mansion we're talking about. But what an absolute joy and privilege this has been. I can't thank you enough. Okay, well, thank you. Scott, Very. you're a star, and I'm just so excited to see what happens next. <laughs> what windy we're going to be looking through next. Well, that,
1: but that's what I enjoy as well. I have to be honest. I enjoy that part of it. It does. Yeah, I do. I, it's ever curious.
0: Well, just keep being curious. Don't ever, ever let that go. It's a gift. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Brawn and the Brave, a podcast about people and their passions. Join us next time for more insight and inspiration from my wonderful guests. Bye for now.